Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Thinking on Charge podcast. We're on episode five today. Uh, I am Jonathan with Team Salt Boys. And I am Ryan with Team Lethal. Marco's here from Team Meta Club. And today we have a pretty interesting episode to go over. Not as in-depth as the last one, but still plenty to discuss. Uh, we are going to pick up where we left off last time. We hadn't had a chance to go over the tournament packs uh, with the market of the prices of the cards. Uh, we had a couple events to cover as well with PPG. Uh, we want to talk about the Ultimate deck. We didn't have a chance to talk about that last time. It hadn't released yet. The Ultimate deck for the Ultimate player. Hey, it is Ultimate. Uh, there is a uh, collector's set that has been announced by Bandai. We're going to kind of touch base on that. And finally, we do see the Evolution Boosters, uh, Battle Evolution, I should call it, they had a reveal uh, last couple days, and we're going to give our, our input on what we think is going to be maybe like the secret rare and what else they're going to be pumping out of this set. And buyout time. Yeah, it's it's been interesting. But uh, let's start off with the uh, tournament packs. So we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 18, 19 different cards? 19. Something like that? Yeah. Something like that. I don't yeah. want to count them again. Anyways, we're going to start with the best one, Veku. Five, <laughs> five drop, one hundred and one k. All right, we're gonna shut that down immediately. I actually <laughs> podcast, do. Please. <laughs> I actually do have a question that I'm curious for y'all's opinion. Sure. I feel like I asked y'all this before, but do you think it's better that we have so many cards in a tournament set now, or would you have rather like the way it was before, where I think there was only like maybe eight? I think uh, it's um, depends. Yeah, because if you if it's like. 18 and like uh, 17 of them are garbage and one is good then I would rather do 8 <laughs> but then again if you've got like 8 garbage and one good one you're kind of in the same predicament I just want it to be 18 good cards mm-hmm. and it's we're looking at it right now and you know we've got you know 17 good cards and one god card <laughs> <laughs> that's fair I mean the god cards god awful by the way so, uh, I will say this I, I don't mind the 18 or 19 card tournament kits what makes me upset about it is the amount of times you'd have to go to a local to actually get them if there was no secondary market right Yeah. like mm-hmm. you may never get the card you're looking for as opposed to like in the olden days two years ago you could go like a handful of tournaments you get everything you need. Just like at Swap Broly too, by the way. Like that's a, that's probably the best example I can give. Because mm-hmm. Swap Broly had the one drop TP. I pulled one, and then I never pulled another one again. I had to buy my three off of Marco over here. And as soon as I bought my three, I knew for a fact all my teammates would pull it, and they all did. And yeah. so I was just like, that's the best kind of feeling ever. Yeah. But um, it's really like I said, in a, in a in a world where you don't have teammates and you don't have people you're close to that you know hold cards for you and stuff like that. It's hard for you to get play sets of cards. Like, uh, looking at the list right now, uh, you let's say um, you want to play playing launch, and you need those play sets of launch. No matter like if you want the winter ones or the regular ones, because you want to you know try it out. You could open maybe one launch and never see the other three again. You'd have to buy them. Yeah, I just realized too that back then. Now that I think about it, I think it was the same amount in terms of how many different cards you can get in a pack. And what I mean, what I mean by that. 
Because Ashes <laughs> remembered back then they used to have foils and non-foil versions oh, yeah, of like, a singular card in the TP set. Because it was like the regular, and then it was the alt art foil. Uh, well, not even alt art. It's just, just if we go back to the days like when that for Janimba first was introduced for the four drop Janimba, there was a foil and non-foil oh, variant. Yeah. Scientist Food, there was a foil non-foil variant. So maybe yeah, now yeah. that I'm thinking about it, I didn't realize it at first, but maybe it is the same amount of cards in a pack i guess you can say it's just now they all come non-foil unless you get the winner variants i kind of like that but i kind of don't it I mean the the positive about that is that more decks that they release into the set get more um support mm-hmm. in a non like in a more expensive kind of way yeah. it's kind of crappy but at the same time um it's just a way to make the deck better further mm-hmm like, um, what, like another example off the list, uh, we've got um, the Piccolo Jr. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I love this card. You know, it's a free negate. It's a free double strike. It's a free blocker. Uh, as long as you have a unison in your uh, leaders at Demon, uh, Demon Clan race. Um, it comes out for free. So, you're blo- so you've got a, you got a free negate. You've got a free blocker. And you get a free double strike. Like... You're sitting pretty. That unison, not, and also helps out your play style when you have the tambourine on board. Because now you don't have to search for more of the Demon Clan cards. If you're like one short, he fills in the role. He helps you get to your uh, your your punches faster. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to compare yeah. the old with the new uh, tournament kits, the new kits as of what set ten, the unison warrior block. Yeah. They give you a winner variant, and those are separated from the rest of the kit. Mm-hmm. So you know for a fact those four. Are what they are. Mm-hmm. So you have a good chance if you win, one in four chance of pulling that card. So if you're looking for a winner variant of that card, or even just a card, you're going to get the winner variant if you win. You have a 25% chance of getting it. Yeah. If you just go into an entry, you have a whatever one in 19 is. I'm not going to say 5% because that's one in 20. Uh, for those odds, if you win, you have a better chance of getting what you need as opposed to this set six kit that I randomly have, it was all just random. You could win and get non-foil cards. You don't mm-hmm. get anything special for it. You just get more cards normally. Uh, so I do like the fact that they've separated the winner alt arts. Uh, that's a good thing. The bad thing is there's a lot of cards you actually don't want. No. I think well. this one specifically is a probably good one because like, it's like what? Winner launch, winner Omega Shenron, winner Vegeta Goku, and then uh, winner... SS3. The, yeah, the only one that's kind of met is the SS3... Uh, Gogeta, because he's only used in the uh, Gogeta Xeno deck. Uh, Mega Shenron's going to be the Shadow Dragon deck, and the deck's pretty much just never going to go away. Like, congratulations, we have now f- officially made our own Burning Abyss deck that will not <laughs> go away. Uh, you've got uh, Goku and Vegeta, that's a negate, that's a sense of being. Congratulations, we have another blue staple. And you've got Launch, which will only go on the Launch deck, but um, Launch is an Earthling red, and it's also a red blue, uh, red green deck, and it can. And people are starting to make red blue variants. Have you guys seen that one? Oh, not yet. The they've they've found out that Launch is probably the, one of the best leaders for red blue victory strike. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! Because the the OG one, I believe, because you can just pump it up to like over like a hundred and fifty something k, some big number. How did they bring it up? 
because I don't I haven't seen the list yet. It's either that is one. Is it like Invoker Red Blue? It has to be something. Right? It might be the Invoker Victory Strike. I think Evan's just trying to. I think I made a listen to Evan where he's trying to put regular Victory Strike in everything. Well, yeah. the OG Victory Strike you don't need a color basis. You just need to have a U seven and pay one random energy for it. So yeah. if you play the six drop that brings back three cards out, you have the untapped three, and mm-hmm. then you have a six drop Goku that meets criteria to evolve into OG Victory Strike. Yeah. So that would be the only thing I can think of without looking at a deck list. In terms of like efficiency and consistency in today's meta like yeah that's what I'm thinking about yeah. other than that I can't think of any I mean I don't know I'm pretty sure there's some red blue build with launch that can be used successfully but in terms of getting victory strike out that's like the only efficient one I can yeah. think of but it can't match the invoker criteria no it can't I mean we assume it cannot I haven't seen it in action no I haven't seen it in action. I've seen I've seen a lot of people talk about it. I've seen a couple of deck lists here and there. TOP Arena can't be used with launch. But no, mm-hmm. but you don't need TOP Arena. That deck draws like an, that deck draws an insane amount. But you're charging blue, red, dual colors to the Yeah, but you don't you're not gonna run all the invoker cards. At the end of the day, you're still gonna you're gonna stick to the uh, mecha freezes. Yeah. The energy exhaust mecha freezes. So I mean but it's just the same thing with like red green launch. Like you're gonna stick you're sticking with the Broly's to charge for your energy. That's fair. But with, like, launches, launches like, an Earthly deck that I think will stick around for a while. Yeah. No, I think the launch cards... The thing about these Winter Pack cards is that they're all, like, meta-relevant in a sense. So Shenron is meta-relevant, you know? It's really good, and it's going to be good for a long time. And it's a free triple strike that comes out, so people see value in that. So they're probably going to pick that up, no doubt. It's a good finisher. Yeah, absolutely. The launch deck, that card is just really good for what it does, so... It's going to be supporting launch. And not only that, we've seen Boma kind of stay in the meta for a while now. And I believe that card is usable for Boma, correct? Yes. Yeah, because it's right. Earthly Boma. Yeah, so, you know, it works for that too. And as you mentioned, the Vegeta and Goku Nikkei that can turn the two like a different version of Sensu Bean for the turn, it can be really good because it it eats an attack and it gives you 5k boost for the turn because even if opponents are still pushing for game, you still nullify one attack and you're going to get that 5k if they choose to ignore it, which is probably going to happen 9 out of 10 times. Yeah. And of course, the Gogeta, just depending how efficient or good that engine will become later down the road will determine whether or not if that winter pack will hold value. Mm-hmm. Because I know the previous winter packs are like, there was like a Frieza, the 3-drop Goku that burns. Like, they didn't really hold value at all towards, like, you know, down the road or anything like that. No. But... <clears throat> But uh, I, uh, we're starting to see this influx of just better cards in general. Like yeah. the last time, um, the the other only other one that really sticks out to me, like before this one and the one before it, because it was just TP swap rolling and stuff like that. Um, realistically, the only two cards that come to my mind right now from any kind of like promotion or anything like that is the uh, the the Broly we were talking about, the one that comes out for two sniper card take a life. Mm-hmm. Is the championship one? Oh, and the then, championship one. Yeah. And then the trunks, the uh, trunks negate. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the, the infamous $120 Trunks promo. It's thing, dropped. The thing about that Trunks Negate, it's just, if you're, it's a card that has, like, really good use, and it's put into the game during a time where Unisons are just so important. So it revolves around that. It's a one-drop Negate that nullifies any type of aggro deck that goes tall. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like Dark Broly and stuff like that. So, and for a tournament pack that is going to end up going out of rotation... That's where how you see some value is going to build yeah. up. So reprint stuff. Yeah, that that's why they're doing the reprint, and that's good. You know, like you know, it, it's kind of early. A lot of people will be disappointed. It's kind of the same treatment where people saw that the one drop swap Broly was reprinted right off the bat in Event Pack Seven. 
But then again, I think they've been doing that for a while. When a new set comes out, they'll normally grab either an SR or a tournament pack and reprinted the event pack. I, I think that's something that Bandai has been doing for a while, but that's right. just another example that they did to either, whether it diminished the value of it or not, it, it's still a reprint to help fluctuate within the market. I think it's just a good way for them to listen to the, uh, like, you know, how they listen to, like, the other player base. Mm-hmm. You know, the player base is just, like, you know, stop printing uh, these, like, uh, broken TPs and only available TPs because, you know, they it's jack prices. Mm-hmm. So they reprint them and more available. I mean, event packs weren't that available, but it was still a good reprint nonetheless because it shot the TP, the original TP really down to 40 instead of it being 70. Yeah. So it was a good hit nonetheless. It was a good reprint nonetheless. And with the trunks, I mean, well, you guys know me. I, you, you already told you about this. I kind of wish they didn't reprint the trunks. I still think Dropbox 4 is a better reprint option because of all the heaters that are still in the set. But Trunks, Trunks, the reprint nonetheless is still going to be good because I think Trunks is just going to be another blue staple for a while. Absolutely, no, for sure. So, I would say the only <clears throat> issue I see with what's going on now is COVID mm-hmm. without the ability for most places to have tournaments. Mm-hmm. And I think I saw what Frank Miller ma- mentioned on a post of Bandai making this more accessible as opposed to just through a tournament, like a store. And I feel for that. We live in a city right now that has quite a few stores that run tournaments that have tournament kits. So we're fortunate question, uh, to have multiple stores that we can go to to get our, our packs. There are places that have zero stores running tournaments. And if they get kits, they're usually backdooring them to somebody for cash. And then that person flips it or keeps it or whatever. Uh, so they're not as easily accessible. And even for us, we there are times where stores don't get kits in. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. I do like the fact of how they're structuring the tournament kits, but until COVID gets their, whatever it is, vaccine, if that's what cures COVID, if protocol lessens up, I don't know what the answer is for this, but maybe like how they did the uh, Sin Shenron stuff where they were like, hey, buy a promotion thing through Core TCG where they'd send you the kit for, mm-hmm. for like 25 bucks and they give you the secret rare set and like the three or four packs that were like championship edition. They were doing them for like store tournaments and stuff yeah. and you could yeah. draw two eight and whatnot. If they did that for tournament kits for players, it's like, hey, send us, you know, 20 bucks, 30 bucks and we'll send you like four tournament packs, uh, one winner, and then that's it, right? Mm-hmm. I think that would be worth players to do and I think Bandai would see a lot of positive uh, feedback on that because there are a lot of people who can't go to locals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... I think it's it's just we're we're in a situation that's the whole is whole realistically unique. So Bandai's just kind of testing the well, I think they're just testing the water with them, and they've been testing the water with a lot of different ways, uh, with a lot of different products and different features and stuff like that. So sure. we're seeing. I mean, like, what was it? Bandai, uh, as far as my knowledge, they started doing webcam tournaments before Konami. I I think I'm remembering this correctly. I might not be. I can't remember when the first remote duel was. Uh, it's the first remote duel was before the first webcam tournament uh, for Dragon Ball Super. But I know that um, even if it wasn't, they were still, like, uh, on pace with it, which is, like, you know, Dragon Ball's not been in the game that long compared to Yu-Gi-Oh! Four which years? Is, yeah. Two, four years for which is, like, you know, one of the big titans of TCGs. Yeah. And they took forever to do it while Dragon Ball Super was either ahead of them or not even that close, or, like, super close, like, right behind them on the door on that. So... It just shows that Bandai is Bandai's just uh, trying to test things out, but they're still they still know when to go forward 
so they keep the game moving. I think even if they did webcam locals, just sort of like, hey, we're going to do pods, uh, regional pods. Even if they didn't make it regional, just like, hey, we're going to do local pods every Thursday, every Friday, just so that they can mail you tournament packs mm-hmm. so that people can play even if they don't have a store. It might take a little bit of time, but at least you're having access to a kit without having to pay secondary market prices. Because some of this stuff is ridiculously high. No, yeah. yeah. Like, Trunks is just the best example. Out of everything in the world, Trunks, the the Trunks negate is probably the best example on, you know, uh, just supply versus demand. That card's insanely good. It's extremely generic. And you might see the same issue with this Goku Vegeta negate. You will. Because it's just, they're both, they both fit in everything blue. And it's just super powerful. Generically good blue card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like the idea that you brought mm-hmm. up, especially when they did that Shenron. I thought that was a really good idea that they did. The only thing that's kind of like a downside, and it's not Bandai's fault at all, but if it's something they can possibly adjust or control, I think it's just the timing when they do those type of things, you know, because I think during the time when they promoted that Shenron and they said we'll give out champion packs, I believe that was during a time where those champion packs kind of lost value already. It turns like, you know, the Surge Leader, they weren't really making an uproar anymore or anything like that. So if they were to do that, you know, before like two rotations of tournament packs down the road, I think that'd be a really good idea. But if you were to do it after cards, like, you know, that are not relevant, like if you're only after one card, which is the Trunks at this point, or maybe even a Zarbon, but Zarbon got reprinted into a cheaper foil version. So people would rather go with the foil version, but. Oh, that was a good reprint though. I think. Yeah, that, absolutely. I think that that pack of reprints, the, 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 the Zarbon and the Bobby, because Bobby's expensive. Power Burst. Yeah. The mm-hmm. Power Burst didn't need it, but I did like the alt art because, you know. Yeah. Well, I was just saying, it's just, if they were to present that idea that they'd like to go forward and due to, like, you know, COVID situations, the only thing I would hope they would do is just not do it too late. Yeah. You know? Like, oh, you guys needed extra packs of, like, set 13 units and warriors. We're in set 15, and they're going to do that and stuff like like that. They'd be like the equivalent of them, like, okay, here's your VegX reprint, here's your Gotenks reprint, here's your... I'm just like, I don't need any of these. Pretty much. Like, the only know. thing I would want is the trunks. Everything else is just no. Exactly. Here's so. your Swift Massacre freeze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I think that's definitely a good idea. If they can, like, deliver it properly, I, I really like that idea. It'll definitely help their community a lot. I only have one thing for the uh, Winner's Packs. Is that I think they should do all colors instead of just, you know, picking, was it, four colors? Mm-hmm. Right. I think they should do a winner's pack for all colors. So Because uh, I know, what is it, black, yellow, uh, blue, and red have one. So that means... Uh, green doesn't have green one. Green doesn't have one. Mm-hmm. I think all colors... I think it should be just bump it up to five, because I think all five colors should have at least one winner pack. But you know why they did it? The kit supports four eight-man tournaments. And yeah, that's... like a one-month supply of tournament packs mm-hmm. in one kit. So if they did that, they'd have to give you 40 players worth of prize impacts to equip. I mean, that'd also be good, though, because we're, we're like, I know some stores are struggling with uh, getting TP packs in general. Correct. Plus, you can also just give your winner, uh, your first place prize, two packs. I agree. But it only covers for one tournament. The second one will be one and one. Right. So you'd be short. It'll be inconsistent. True. So that was my idea for places that don't have stores. Now, Mm -hmm. if you do have stores, I would love to see places that are still getting kits but can't hold tournaments to do an online event. We had experience with our local Tournament of Power. Mm-hmm. We saw how successful that could be because I believe our first event had like 22 people that participated all over Houston. We were able to uh, partner with stores to get tournament kits from them that they weren't hosting 
and we could hand out packs to players that way. So we kept the the community alive and together while still having competitive locals, giving them relevant tournament kits, mm -hmm. and everything worked out great. So if, if they could do that same thing, that's on the store, though. That's hard for Bandai to kind of watch over that, but if they did what they did with the uh, Shenron reprint, or the Secret Rare, where they're handing those directly from a distributor, like, let's just say they picked out, like, PPG or Top Cut, and they're like, hey, people are going to come to your website and buy the tournament pack kit, where it's, like, four TPs and a winner for 20 bucks. I think that would be badass. I think nobody would have any issues with that, especially if you have just an equal chance of pulling uh, a money card as anybody else. And I think that's why everybody bought that uh, Shinron. So you had a chance at Draw 2 Ape. Nobody cared about the Secret Rare. No. <laughs> I mean, I have seven of them. So they, I, I just sold one to a store and I was like, keep the money. I don't care. Yeah. It's, like, it's, like a, it's like a dollar at this point. Yeah, dollar plus shipping, right? You know, it's like everybody talks about the cheapest secret. They forget about Shinron. <laughs> it's, it's in the closet. In the Nobody double. considers it as a Secret Rare. All the dust. Mm -hmm. It's but, so weird that they printed it as a secret too. It just doesn't feel like it. It's a promo secret. And you can play it for one energy if you play it in the right deck, I think. So scratch out the ultimate and rewrite unique on it. There, there you go. go. Please. Please. <laughs> so it doesn't take a secret rare Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, I can get that boy out and then I get sell out next it's a, To be honest, in my personal opinion, I don't think it's a bad card at all. Like, it's not, you know? No, it's really yeah. good. It's just... It doesn't feel like a secret, but then again... Yeah, I like, agree with you. But then again, Shenron doesn't kind of need like a bombastic secret because it's just it's too powerful. Well, the thing is, you have that secret or you have a secret that will win you game on the spot. Which one are you going to go for? That one-on-one is on the spot. Boy. Exactly. What you mean? <laughs> I'm win. I'm here to have fun. I'm here yeah, to win. Like, you know, it's just... If Celzino wasn't a secret right now, I think that Shenron will probably be played without a doubt. It's just... Celzino just being a top contender for being one of the best secrets. It's just oh, talk about reprints. Reprint Celzino. No. Has secret rare ever been banned? Five hundred dollars, no. please. I think that's it. probably top of my list for bannable secrets. That's what everybody's that's what a lot of people were talking about. I said if there was like a bannable card, like Celzino would be one of the top cards to be like spoken about. But so, to me, Celzino doesn't uh, this is me. Like, I don't own the card. I've played it uh I did I played it in non relevant decks. Celzino just doesn't feel like a banned card. I mean, because it doesn't. Getting to turn five is out of the question. You we're in an aggro format. Swap early, dark early, still dominate the. You can get it out and still do quad strike dual attack. But if you get it out early, if you get it out against red, you get violet race. If you're going against dark early, dark early doesn't care if you hit them for four. And they also have a they also have blockers on board. If they're able to, you know. Have energy up on turn two or three, sure. But swap Broly? I mean, swap Broly might, but I mean, that's what Dark Broly can also do the same thing too. Plus, if the plus we're playing a best two and a three format, if they see that you're building a board up to Celzino, it's just making Burda twelve drop Celzino. This is another thing that people probably haven't thought about. That it's kind of annoying having Celzino in the game. I'm not sure if you guys have noticed, but Turles and what you call it, they kind of played it around it with Turles a little bit. But, like, no, actually, they did enough for this purpose. But, like, Turtles and the Sun Gohan and Higher Dragon, yeah. you guys realize that those cards, when they leave the board by effect or just in general, their battle cards, they go to the warp, right? Yeah. Be they're trying to prevent Cell Xeno from being cheat out for so little, for so early on. And in terms of, like, successor, it hurts the mechanic a lot. Yeah. Because you can't run normal successor cards because Cell Xeno is a problematic card. So in terms of game design, you're being limited to 
certain deck building variations because of that. And I didn't like that about it. Like, when, when I was looking at, like, the Sun Gohan and Higher Dragon deck, you know, it, it made sense at first. Like, you, you cheat out two six drops right off the bat on by turn two. Like, you know, sell Xeno. Okay, I can't do that anymore. But I can't bring out any other successor cards that can help the engine at all. You know, for Turles, it's like you cheat out a bunch of, like, you know, little peewees that can add up to four or six. I can run an efficient successor engine for support, but I can't do that because Cell Xeno exists in the game and try to prevent Cell Xeno from being cheated out. So, without really, like, this is something I realized when I was trying deck build, but that's one thing I didn't like that the the game is being limited on because that secret does exist for that right. reason. Yeah, it does kind of suck because and I would like to run um, some of some of these successor cards like Topo and um, mm-hmm. the, uh, the... That's a really good yeah. card. That card yeah. would be so good against a lot of decks. Yeah. And the Imperfect... And Topo in general right now is probably would probably be the card I would run for successor just because of the fact that it, it ignores effects so when you're playing Shen Shenron you just... Ignore, yeah, they won't get the draw. They won't get the one ball back. Yeah. You do have to mix in a little bit of yellow, but the, that's okay. Like if the payoff is worth it, you can yeah, do yeah. it. I, against against uh, that deck, I think it'd be kind of worth it, and, and well, and then you have a lot of like just like you know like just good successor cards in general. Yeah, so, absolutely. I well, think so. Toe deck is like disgusting when it comes to like sell Zeno ability. Just mm-hmm. you can turn three, play the Majin Boo. Or if you have your uh, your unison out and you have enough of the things, and let's say you're you, know, you have to have four energy for that, but still turn three, turn four, you're able to get at least twelve green yellows because on turn two you're easily getting out a nine drop. Yeah. If you have this slug in play, and then just somehow get another one and two drop out there or a three drop, you can sell you know turn two, turn three, mm-hmm. disgustingly, and it's just like okay if, if my opponent taps out and they're not running a sparking negate if they don't have sparking mm-hmm. just. Quad strike, dual attack, GG, scoop. Yeah. Or oh, I play my blocker. And unless you're running like a burst or mill leader, is like you're not efficiently going to get cards to drop not either. Yet. No. It's like, oh man, I got to play around Celzino, let me neg out of my hand <laughs> so I can get my sparking live. Exactly. I used to do that stuff and then I realized this is not worth it. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, you can play around it, but the fact that it's an inconvenience to you and it like hinders your, like, game plan and so forth you know it, it's still an inconvenience that does not suit you yeah but yeah I just imagine like sometimes sometimes Celzino just does ex- it, it does exist they gotta ban that card now I'm thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> alright just ban Celzino oh uh, that card is so good ban Obuni while we're at it I've never I haven't seen Obuni been played in a long time just ban Obuni <laughs> <laughs> oh so we got a ban list for set 13 Obuni huh <laughs> got reprinted and doesn't even get played yeah, we're banning Obuni that would have been really funny we're banning blow. No, no, do not ban catastrophic blow. All you people who complain about catastrophic blow, please leave. Please go away. Mm-hmm. Ban, ban booty. Ban the draw two eight. Too broken. <laughs> the third <laughs> it's like thirty five dollars now. Yeah, ban, ban the draw two eight. Yeah, notice how the draw two eight became affordable, and then people stopped complaining about it. Yeah, yeah. because it got reprinted. Yeah, because it became affordable. <laughs> <laughs> but notice, notice a pattern between expensive versus banned. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Well, that's fair. I agree with you on that. I've, I've been saying it since, I think, episode one. So if everybody reprinted Celzino and everybody got a copy, do you think nobody would care about banning it? Mm, I would want to get... I, think I don't want to see Celzino. I do not want to see Celzino. The thing is, I think... I think when people have more access to it, they'll have access to play decks they probably wouldn't be capable of playing. So it'll present a huge shift in the meta to where yellow and green decks would be even more prominent. 
Well, green's still prominent. Yellow would come up more, I think. Yeah, but, like, even more. Like, you know, we have some believers out there, like, oh, blue here, blue there. Like, you know, but they're going to be like, oh, man, I got to sell it. You know, I want to start quad-striking people. (laughs) Tricolor piccolo day. I think there would definitely be a surge of, like, more yellow and green decks than... It will probably become more problematic if it did get a reprint. Because speaking of surge, reprint surge, please. Yeah, because the thing about it too, like even I have like you know experienced it myself where games were stolen away from me. But it's like you know when you have your opponents just cornered against a wall and out of nowhere they just get a cheesy win because they quad strike you and you didn't have enough combo to combo forty k. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> yeah, base forty to your leader. Okay, well I only got oh, yeah. one super combo. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it kind of feels like the same way though with cell. You can make the argument for cell. You can make I'm not going to say that they're both equally as accessibly playable, but in its heyday, it's the same thing with Victory Strike. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you just one green, play 40k, can't negate its attack back, swing. Back in the day, Victory Strike was a problem because of that. And yeah. I used to play against it a lot of times because like one of my local friends who used to play Victory Strike a lot, we would always meet each other in tournaments. And it's like either I kill you before that thing comes out or I need to out-combo it by the time it does come out like you know it's, it's just like it's all in at that point but exactly. that was a problem with victory strike way back then but the pro- the thing is now is that there's so many different answers to it now it's just either you have it main board if you're expecting it at your locals or if you go to the best of three event you know you just have a side for it so there's a way to prepare for it now back then you couldn't prepare for it it's like you need a barrier blocker because yeah. if you had a regular blocker, your I opponent was just, just yeah, the opponent's leader was just tap it. Yeah. It's just like oh well, that was Bro. futile. Broly yeah. had a mastery victory shake was disgusting. Oh yeah. that, <laughs> I, like think about that. Like, <laughs> oh. I yeah, this thing has to Broly home. That's that was not. Bro, fun. and then just restand victory strike. I swing again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I have all four of my super combos. Awesome. Restand. Take life. <laughs> 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 yeah, see that uh, they probably you know what. Looking at hindsight, they probably eroded Broly because they realized, oh, we're making cells, you know. Oh, God. Dual, dual attack, quad strike. Oh, Are you confident? Oh, three stand again. Oh, Let's go. So, yeah, if it did get a reprint, Jonathan, I think that card would be more ban-worthy. It's just because we'll see it more. It just steals games. Like, yeah. when you have a secret that just wins you the game on play, it's just it's going to be a notable secret for a very long time. So can we say that philosophy works, then, that if everybody had a copy of it and it's still something people would complain about, it should be banned? Yeah, because people should see how more broken it is. Because Draw 2 Ape was an issue of supply-demand. The, 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 the thing about, about so the draw much. ape, it just gave people when the met, when the format was a bit slower back then. It, it just gave people a better advantage. So it wasn't a situation where if I have this card and I play it, I win. But I have this draw two ape, I'm favored in the matchup. Yeah. That's what the draw ape did, especially so. in matches like with surge. Like when you back with like when you when you talk about the surge heyday, you got surge pickle and surge coup. Yeah, like surge coup could just draw two. One of the best the, formats. I don't yeah. care anybody. Uh, says. Well, that's my favorite format too. <laughs> One of the best formats. I play. I play uh, like top high power in surge coup. Yeah. I was winning. That format was so fun. I don't care anybody said piccolo was a little bit of a problem because how annoying because it just did not interact with you. Oh, yeah, but yeah. other than that, like that format was just awesome. That uh, dude surge coup was. So much fun. Rip uh, Kefla for never being a part of the yeah, format. Yeah, Kefla, you suck. <laughs> Even though I was trying to make that deck work so many ways, it's just never that happened. That was the first surge leader I tried to build, and uh-huh. then I was just like, I'll just build it surge killer. Flip it over with the hit, and there go, no, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just... Where's I, my draw two apes? <laughs> I sold everything because they were all getting hyped for no reason. Yeah. Uh, bought a bunch of draw two apes, and then just built the deck. Yeah. And I was just like, this deck is infinitely better. In fact, I first built it as red-blue, mm-hmm. and then I just like, oh, the people are still building red-blue yet, and I was like, splashing. Yo, let's go. 
Yeah. Deck was broken. I never heard anybody complain more about it than when I was playtesting with it. Mm-hmm. It's so broken. And they get all my effects. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the that's the thing about the draw too. It's just, if you had it, you were favored in the matchup versus your opponent if they didn't have it. So, Zeno, if it gets reprinted and a lot more people are running it, it's just going to be... Who can get it out first? It, it's, it's the same concept. Think of it like this. It's the same concept that whoever had the uh, Mira with the Battering combo in the Harutagarn Storm oh, Mirror. Oh, God. Who, because when I used to play test with my friend, uh, he used to beat me consistently because I never had the Mira with the Battering combo in before he had it. Like, you know? Yeah. We did like three games in a row. He beat him three times because he had the combo. So it's the same concept as that. Whoever can get see it. the right cards to maintain board control that sells Zeno for the game... That's how it's going to be. It's like it's going to become a race of RNG. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that that's it's kind of that's kind of not a format I want to realistically see because yeah. that, that's just kind of that's just kind of shitty because because game, game getting a game stolen out from under you doesn't feel as good as like you know you know having like an a, like an intense match with your opponent all the way down to the the wire. Yeah. Because it's just like. I think the only match I've ever had really realistically stolen out for me, because when I see Salzino, I try to get around it, mm-hmm. but, like, the only time I've ever had a match stolen from it is some dude top-deck Kaioken and... <laughs> that, was not a, them. that card was pretty problematic back then, too, but <laughs> Chomp of the Trickster was a thing, too. Uh, I did MVP Chomp of the Trickster, bro. MVP yeah. Chomp of the Trickster. Remember when that card was good? Yeah. Still so, winning. Speaking of Salzino and the meta, let's talk about the last couple tournaments we've had, PPG-wise. Where the fuck is the meta going, bro? It's all over the place. I love it that mm. any deck can come out and be on top. But at the same time, how do you even try to plan to put what's in your deck if you don't have a theme? You know I, what I mean? I think, uh, so I wanted the best, the one I want to talk about the most is the best one, which is PBG Miami. Uh, PBG Miami was, uh, it, PBG Miami is the equivalent of showing people what the meta is like whenever Dark Brawler and Swap Brawler don't completely dominate it. Uh, in in regards to just you know top cuts and everything else like that, because the first because top sixteen, uh, Marcel's first matchup was swap well, the only swap really that made it to top sixteen, and he and he uh, and he got rid of him right and so out of the gate it was just a match it was just it was just a meta of just like everybody else at that point. The thing, so we're talking about PPG Miami, so yeah. we, so we talking about like the decks that top right now, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, the thing I liked about Marcel, besides the fact he's just a very like you know phenomenal player. I don't think a lot of people were expecting Turles to perform so well. And I think Marcel didn't even run a very traditional type build. And what I mean by that, like, there were certain cards he didn't run. Like, I don't think he ran the one drop no. when it swings. And I, I agree with him. I, I list, I, like, as, a, as somebody who religiously talked about Turles since it's a uh, spoil, yeah. uh, I listened to everything that Marcel had to say through his interviews, through his deck profile, and everything else like that. Um, and through playing testing with the deck, Marcel said the one drop is too volatile and too easy to remove. <laughs> 100% agree with him. Yeah. When I played the one drop, I I, I played it uh, ever since I, uh, I played this with the deck. I played, uh, played with it maybe around six or seven times, maybe a little more than that. Every time I played the one drop, I never saw any combo cards. And that is a fact. <laughs> I saw no, no, no Crusher Core cards, no nothing. And I'm like, this feels like cr- uh, crap. Because yeah. then you don't see anything. Now you've got a one drop 40k doing nothing. 4K. Or four K, yeah. You get a one drop four K doing nothing, yeah. and you just wasted a whole energy. Like, I agreed with him on that part. Like, and I agreed with him. I I, I liked his deck profile because it wasn't the traditional Tarlos, but it fit his play style to the to the T. Where it was uh, he said it was like a a, a low a go low aggro deck, and he played it like a go low aggro deck. He was very smart in, in his uh, setup. 
I love this side. I love the inclusion of the Mechie Boras. I immediately put two of mine in there. Yeah, the Mechie Boras is just... It's just going to prove to game value over time. Just because of how linear our yeah. our game is right now, which is kind of unfortunate to say, but that's the name of the game right now. But So he just ran a unique build. He got to the finals against Invoker. No one was expecting that. Everybody was hyping up Mecha Frieza. Everybody was saying Dark Broly is going to make a rise, which I'm very confused about Dark Broly because... It, nothing changed about it in theory, yeah. you know. To this but, day, Dark Broly is still being it. The, like the 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 what is it? Like the deck, the the deck, the standard deck list is still not even put together. Like people are like the Demigra. Uh, people don't run the Demigra anymore. Yeah. People are like, oh, we gotta run Space Crack in time. I've seen people take out Space Crack in time. Like yeah. Crack in space time. Like it's just like, you know, Dark Broly is still one of those decks that it's good, but people don't have a footing for it yet. I, I, yeah, I think one of the reasons why Dark Broly started gaining popularity, especially for this event, I think people were making a medical because I know a lot of players were saying that even though Dark Broly has the necessities to counter or go against Red Broly, in terms of consistency, Red Broly was still favored. So since Red Broly was just, you know, so popular in that, that's why people started running Red Broly a lot. But with the hype that Mechafreeze was going to come in... To the tournament, they're probably thinking, okay, there won't be that many red Broly's, so they start running dark Broly. So, like, well, I just want to point out that um, the matchup, I as a red Broly player, I love the matchup against Mecha Frieza. It's I wouldn't say it's an auto win, but it's if you're a smart pilot, it's an easy win. Yeah, because I, at the because you can you can you can play around your opponent to the point where they have nothing in hand, and it's at the end of the day, it's another yellow deck, and your win condition is always going to be Piccolo Junior. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, with that, and also Invoker getting to the finals, I mean, that's big. No, that's huge. I don't think people were expecting that, especially... No, no, no there's one person who's expecting it. Yeah, <laughs> Let's be fair, this is, like, the Invoker guy, right? Yeah, yeah. no, it's... Yeah, no, nobody, nobody would argue that at all. So, let's, let's think about it. So, with Mecha coming in, not being... I don't think being as aggro as Red Broly at all. Which one? Mecha? Mecha Frieza. No, but Mecha... Um, I, I've talked about a lot of people here. I... And like it's all in agreement, and I think everybody here can agree too. Mecha Frieza is the best uh, yellow control deck mm-hmm. to exist now. Yeah. Like Gotenks, the Gotenks can't hold a T to what it does. Yeah. So with that, you know, not being as aggressive as like Red Broly, Dark Broly, still being pretty aggressive at times if you have the right cards, but maybe not as aggressive as Red Broly. Turles, we can see it made it to the finals. It got too old, I believe. Low to the ground aggressive. Maybe it's just not enough as being tall aggressive, which Red Broly is capable of doing, and so forth. So I guess we can see with Red Broly being taken out of the equation just a little bit in terms of how many people are running it because they're favoring Dark Broly or Mecha Frieza because they believe that is the new wave. We see that Invoker had a very good chance, you know, to dodge a little bit, you know, maybe facing one or two in Swiss, but enough to get to top cut and then there was only one red broly in top cut and lost in the first round and invoker didn't play against it was, so dodging a bullet essentially and then with that playing the slow game of you're against mecha you're playing control but i'm also playing control and with no interaction at all i'm able to burn you yeah and, and then uh once once vegeta hits the board like that card's pretty much uninteractable 
Yeah, well, well, for Mecha Frieza, they can handle it because I understand there's a combo where they can final flash it, and because of the leader's awakened side, they can rest the yeah, battle card, they so they can rest it. But even at that, you still need to invest a lot to try to kill it to where Invoker can somewhat efficiently protect it if they have the right cards at the right time, you yeah, know? Yeah, because if you're, you're, if you're swinging with Frieza, Mecha Frieza to get that, rid of that card, yeah. you're swinging with lead or you're swinging with one of your Bardocks. And yeah. at the end of the day, they have too many negates to, to, for, for you to... to for you to feel good about swinging, making a, making a, a connection where they don't say no negate. Yeah. So with that, then against Dark Broly, well, what do you do? Just violent rays all day, get to turn five. Unless Dark Broly runs a card like what's that card where you can just play if they play a three drop or lower and send it to the warp. Uh, Super Command Man. Something along yeah. that lines. Yeah. So you know, you just make sure you're awakened at that point because I think you have to be a four or less life to use it. Right. You they know, can't, they can't super. Oh, they can Super Command Man the, uh, the Rival Seeker. The Rival Seeker. Yeah, basically the win condition that starts the whole. Well, the engine that starts the whole win condition. You know. Yeah. So there's ways to play around these certain things. It's just you know. You got to see the right cards at the right time, which is ways you can prepare. But then again, if you're a Dark Broly player entering the event, are you telling yourself, am I concerned about, you know, Invoker? Invoker? The yeah. one chance. At the, yeah. at the end of the day, I, 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 this, this is uh, like shout outs to uh, shout outs for Invoker and everything like that, all this player base. But Invoker is just one of those decks you need to be like the. The, the the biggest pilot in the world. Like, you need to be the best pilot for an invoker mm-hmm. to even have a shot at going at top eight. Yeah. Because the, the, meta, the meta is just, if they wanted to, and if they wanted to and they sided against invoker, invoker would have, like, an, a horrible matchup. Like, look at Marcel. He had he had a side for, for invoker, mm-hmm. but, you know, nobody could see the, the beers ball tech in the world. That was that, that's legends disgusting. doing his part. That was oh. that was so I that was such a take. That's like a highlight reel play of his. Dude. The way yeah. he played it was just like I want to clip that. That is the equivalent. <laughs> that's the equivalent of like the Yu Gi Oh Worlds where the dude played three totally awesomes. Yeah. And the guy top decks this most uh, the most boss mode and yeah. then just, <laughs> just slams it on the board. Uh, that is the. One. I don't even know anything about Yu Gi Oh, but when he did that, I still understood what happened. <laughs> <laughs> That is, just, no, we, we have our own moment for that. They yeah. just goes for a game and then goes, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, that's just, that's just someone who's playtesting, understands what to possibly expect. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, even good against the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> He's <laughs> even good against the mirror. Sure. He was probably thinking himself, man, Invoker's the move. Other people might see it. No, bro, you're like the only one ready. <laughs> but it does, it does hit a lot of good cards in the from the four drops. Mm-hmm. Just because of the fact that you, if it hits Swap Broly, it hits your four drop. Like, you know, you get you Emperor's Death being one of their cards. They yeah. activate... Um, Leader activates its skill. Okay, cool. Beer is full. Now you don't have another target. It works on. It works on because it's fifteen or less, right? Fifteen k. Yeah, fifteen k or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because it's it energy cost at all. Because it doesn't hit the field, the servant doesn't go live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that part. Yeah. I should, okay, yeah. See, that's really good. Mm-hmm. See, that's him doing his that's part it. of like studying the meta. But I feel like one of the main reasons he might have gone to the finals, not you know excluding his skills, he's a magnificent player. No, no, yeah, but was... the fact that the red Broly was just not a popular choice for this tournament made a big 100%, difference. One hundred percent. But I, I feel like we. At his side, I think he still could have. Uh, I think uh, if I want, I want to see him pilot against uh, Swap Bully with this mm-hmm. side. I feel like he was still prepared for it. Yeah. You know, he he's def that, that was definitely like a, a very a very a good move on his part. The Beerus Ball, like you know, it does hit. 
It does it does get rid of Swap Broly, which I think is Invoker's biggest weakness at the end of the day. Right. Not as much as Dark Broly, because the Dark Broly doesn't really do as much as they want. It puts their extra cards in warp. Cool. I want my extra cards in warp. Yeah. At the end of the day. As long as I keep the few I need to keep myself alive to the turn five win, mm-hmm. I'm good at the end of the day. Even if I need to get to turn six because you play Mechibora and you know, you're trying to get you're trying to stall me out. And talk about aggro, no Vegex top this event at all. No Vegex because uh, I we're so um we'll talk about the the we'll talk about Vegex with our next uh because we want to talk about I really want to talk about PPG Connecticut, <coughs> but um I think Vegex when it comes to uh the Gohan's engine I think we're it's 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 like I said it's either a gas or nothing build it's not like where it was consistently before like their their whole field is super glass candy. Mm-hmm. They can they can annihilate a player really easy if you see your pieces, but if you don't, you're kind of teetering out uh teetering out into the game loss because of the fact that you can't rebuild your board as strong as you used to. That's fair. I have zero idea about that engine, so it's all you. The Gohan's engine. Gohan's. I'm not gonna say Gohan's engine's bad. Gohan's is really good. Yeah. It's super strong, and uh, I like the one drops and everything else like that. The Picon. I think it might get a little stronger with the Supreme kind of time TP, mm-hmm. but I can't remember if it's leader lock to a Vegito. Or not a Vegito, but I think... I don't know if it's locked to um, a Saiyan-only lead. No, a Saiyan-only leader. Mm. Uh, because um, Vegex is not a Saiyan-only leader. He's a Saiyan-earthling leader because of Trunks. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, oh, just around the Miami Reboot Gohan. I don't think anybody's surprised by it, but also it's like... Shout out to Reboot Gohan. The, yeah. the, the deck that I can, won't die. I can never test it at locals because all my locals are best of ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing about Houston's meta is uh, we're all best of ones for the most part. Uh, one of my locals is actually trying to push for a best of three format right now, actually. Yeah. Uh, but that not a lot of interest yet. I think it's the wave, though, because everywhere else seems to be playing best of three. All the major events are best of three. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently Houston has a really bad sideboard game. Yeah. Hey, no, I don't want to hear about that. My sideboard game was on point. Clearly. <laughs> Hold no on. No comment. Whoa. I'm sorry. Look at this glorious sideboard. Who over here is... Oh, I'm sorry. Big Arm Wars? <laughs> big, big Arm Wars, Big, big Arm Wars, <laughs> your done? master bedroom. What's <laughs> You you want to come over and see my big arm wars? But, yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> but well, I I think the way reboot Gohan is it'll always be a deck to you know it'll always be there. It's just the deck does what it does. You don't have the answers by turn two or three. Well, GG. what's that? Know. I untap and you said no negates. I bet. <laughs> Restand leader swing. Wow, I don't have a negate still. <laughs> All right, another thirty five. <laughs> oh, your negates in your life. Let me. Go I just want to point out he must have got real lucky and never saw some pink guy of time. Yeah. <laughs> I still feel like that deck should have gotten Feet Kamehameha Limited and left it alone in a best of Oh my one. god, I'm so... But then again, like, it's still oppressive, so maybe the best of one... Like, that's a very unique ban list they did, but that, maybe that unique, decision they made was probably for the better. Such a unique banning for that card. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Houston's own Alley, by the way. Oh yeah, Alley Cardoza. Yeah, yeah. Alley, I'm pretty sure the reason we don't... Part of Team Meta Club, by the way. We can't play go, reboot go on in best of ones anymore. <laughs> yeah, but... So that's PBG Miami. So the other top four was definitely a Mecha Frieza. Probably expected since there's so many representatives for it. Yeah. You know? But going on to maybe PPG Connecticut, just to have an idea what people are looking to play as we continue through this format, that I'll probably explain why it might change 
soon enough. But we they did not play it out in top four, but the top fours were Blue Baby, Vajex, Red Broly, and Green Goat Tanks, with Vajex being the only person in Top Cut who got first after Swiss. I just want to point out that we're st- that, that that PPG is basically still sub 12. <laughs> in top four. Uh, I believe this event was hard capped at 24 players. Um, oh, it was? Yes. It, COVID protocol. Okay. Fair, but, that's fair. But also, let's look at the comparison between PPG Miami and, and Connecticut. Completely different leaders yeah. on all of the top fours. So we have eight different decks that topped. In two events. That's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty compared to like what was it last meta where you you're all you're you're green go tanks. Green you're always see, you're always going to see Swab Broly, Green Go Tanks, Dark Broly, and Vegex. Right. That's good that you guys brought that up about the Goat Tanks because as we saw Goat Tanks fall pretty swiftly, something may be the same for the way our meta might shift. So a lot of people have been making comments about how Launch is a really powerful deck, how King Piccolo is probably behind Broly in the best red deck in the format. And I think one of the reasons we may not have seen a lot of them represent is because the accessibility to tournament pack cards. So the same way how Gotenks kind of ruled the format in the first tournament when the set released, and then Broly came out of nowhere made a you know wreck havoc yeah. because they finally had access to the one drop Broly's and people started learning how to play the deck a little bit more like a little bit more efficiently. I think we're gonna see the same type of thing happen and the format will shift because of that reason. I know a lot of people were playing Pi like PyCon or PyCoon as people are saying it. Picon. Picon. <laughs> Pickle Man. Pickle Man. <laughs> But, you know, because they feel that, like, the one-drop negate might make a difference. I don't think it'll make too much of a difference, but it still has an effect. I feel like launch may be represented a lot more now with people having access to the tournament pack card. And there's definitely going to be some form of surge of King Piccolo in some, you know, some oh, tournament. I, I just bought all my King Piccolo stuff. That deck is, uh, in my opinion, I, I agree with you. I think King Piccolo is going to be our, uh, is going to be on the same tier list as Swap Broly. I slept on King Piccolo. Played against it, almost got stomped in. I'm pretty sure if he had that, um, that the TP Piccolo Piccolo yeah. Junior, I'm pretty sure I would have got my face caved in. Uh, tampering <laughs> swinging in for 40k is not a fun. Of, not, not, it's not fun. Yeah. I I had the only reason why I won that match is because I had the secret out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and also the secret has barriers, so we couldn't neg my <laughs> secret and then blow it up. Yeah. So I, I definitely think there's gonna be a meta change. It's just what what we're given with right now. This is what we're working with in terms of what's performing well. Yeah. So it looks like we have every color represented in the top eight here. The two top fours. We have a red deck. We have a green deck. We have a yellow deck. We have a blue deck. We have a black deck. Mm-hmm. So literally everybody's a viable option. Yeah. That's right, boys and girls. You heard it. Viable option. So. Play your set one, Burleys. Go for it. Be rogue. Play something different. You could be a top cut person. I'm actually very surprised at most by, first off, Invoker taking first place. No. But secondly, Blue Baby making top five. Hey, that, that Invoker matchup was, was honestly probably one of the hypest matchups in a very long time. I agree. So I'm probably going to say something that will kill like the hype or hope of like blue players and stuff I'll like that. Yeah. But I think, I didn't know blue the event was capped <laughs> at 24 people. But now that you're telling me this, is this is what I'm thinking. You have a very skilled player piloting the deck, running through people who are probably not as skilled as they are. Very good chance of that, yes. So, I don't know. Everybody participated. I'm not saying, you know, people are bad over there. I should know Scott Dashy, 
I believe he was a pilot of the baby. Like, he you was. Know? I mean, he, this top cut was the like the guys of the guys, right? It's like yeah. the top of the top. Yeah, we had like Anthony but Hernandez, the, the Eon, Eon and Eric Hill, the Hill twins, and so forth. Joey Palladino, right. and four of them alone were in top four. Like, yeah. You know, so it shows you that. Green Gotenks is not being represented well, especially in the previous PPG event. So, you know, the Hill Twins, with their skills and, you know, piloting it and their knowledge into the game, because they play every deck when they play test, they understand the matchups probably more than what most, under like, they think they understand. 100%. So, with that knowledge, you know, they're able to get to top cut and, you know, finish strong. So, that's one thing I will say, because Blue's in a tough spot right now, but, you know, one of the main reasons why Scott Dashie probably got that top cut is because he's a very skilled player, you know, handling the matchups very well. It was five rounds uh, for Swiss. Yeah. And then they did top eight, and then, of course, they broke down into top four, and they, I believe they decided to just uh, call it even. All four would just split the prizing evenly and call it a day so they didn't have to go through another two rounds. Yeah. Which makes sense. Honestly, I just want to do the same thing. I'm, I'm tired. I, I, those tournaments are so long. And a one-day event, too. It's like, I don't want to go through Swiss and then top cut. If it was like a two-day event, I'm pretty sure we would have seen it played out. But they went into the playoffs immediately that yeah. same day because this was yesterday. Yeah. So, uh, I agree with it, but yeah, Blue is in a tough spot. I think they didn't get much help with the... Uh, I mean, PyCon has... It's generic enough to play. Potential, but it's not. It's not ready. I think there needs to be more support. Yeah. You just need someone who's good at who's good at cracking the code for for and, for Python. And that's the thing about our game right now. If a blue leader comes out, the way that Bandai has been releasing, the way they have been doing their designs in each set, it's just all archetype based. So, you know, if Python comes out, if its archetype is not a broken engine. That's what we're stuck with. Unless it's not leader locked and you can mix the blue engine with a different leader, then there's hope for blue to, you know, making a very strong, you know, very strong push to become one of the top contenders. But with everything being archetype locked now, the way our game is shifting, it's just, it's like Red Broly. When Red Broly came out, it's like, what does Red Broly do? Hand destruction, critical, aggro. That sounds like a broken combination. Let's try it out. The archetype is, you know, very strong with what it does. Correct. So that that's the that's the tough thing about if a color is struggling, that's the tough thing about it. It's just you know it's going to struggle for that reason. So I'm going to ask you a question because I don't know what happened, but reboot uh, Soul Striker was mm-hmm. like the tits of fucking blue decks for like a month straight, and then it just disappeared. What happened? Why is it not seeing the I top mean, play anymore? In my opinion, the decks that won with it what was it like AOD. And you've got uh, Power Rangers. Um, is it getting outpaced? Those decks. Yes. I mean, when you when you when you look at them at the end of the day, um, it's it, it's the it's just a law of caught off guard. Mm-hmm. When you play a Soul Striker, you think you're going to be playing against blue good stuff. You know, uh, I'm able to take advantage of my leader untapping. No, you've got uh, um, a 30k double strike dual attack critical coming at your face, and it's going to hit you hard as shit. Yeah, but if you, you just you got you got the it's 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 still the law of caught off guard at the end of the day. And then once people catch on to it, you know, then you're just then then you're out of the game. But With AOD, it was the same. Plan better. It was just the same. What's up? I think if you plan better, I think everybody's still trying to make the the baby unison with the baby counter counter play a thing. But if you're having to play something like a turn two unison and then swing on tap. And you have trunks readily available, mm-hmm. you know. I think that's probably the the route you should go if you're going to try to plan for a blue, a blue deck, uh, to help. Because if that trunks is going to make the the hand go away, granted, Dark Broly probably doesn't care about their hand as much, 
But at least you have a chance against Red uh, Broly, right? Because I mean, everything yeah. swaps up. I mean, you also had the fact, too, that um, you couldn't do that combination before because you still had uh, pure Vegex. And at the end of the day, I don't care. Yeah, no, Vegex doesn't, give it, doesn't worry about it. But now that Vegex is out, I honestly think Blue will come back again. If this is the meta shakedown, and granted, we had the one Vegex player, but it's also Anthony Hernandez. So I don't know what is in his engine. They haven't released a deck list yet, but the rest of these matchups, I could see, you know, a, a Soul Striker reboot have success, depending on the pilot. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's not an easy thing, but it's it's and it's a also lot of advantage. It's also just the fact. I, I, it's it's the thing I stated before. If you're a, if you're an incredible pilot, like why would you waste your time on a deck that is good to pilot whenever you whenever you complete it? Versus a deck that's that's completely like untouchable when you could when you pilot it. That's fair. Like it's just like I'd rather play something that I know that's gonna easily get me the victory if I pilot it over something that you know I have to work hard and then I might get the win or I might not get the win if I pilot it like you know the same level. Some people just want to see like a, a, a low tier deck top. That's not gonna <laughs> happen. I, I, like I said at the end of the day we're that, like we're the format we're in is kind of like a Yu-Gi-Oh format. If you're not broken you're not good. Like you. Like, you're trash. Well, Yellow Jiren is coming up again. And nobody touched Once. that for a couple... Once. I'm looking at all of you right now at this camera. Once. I want to stop hearing about Yellow Jiren. Once. You guys had one come up. I'm going to laugh when you get stomped by Yellow Jiren. And you're like, I was wrong about Yellow Jiren. I got stomped by Yellow Jiren once because I, I legit... Uh, I fell under the caught off guard because I was like, I don't know what this deck does. And then the very next time... Cool, I see my secret. Play. Oh no, all the berries are gone. But I got my, my 3 drop 15k... Uh, warp six. Get rid of both of them. Swing for game. Okay. So just like you're wrong about King Piccolo, I think you might. Be I, I can't wait to be wrong about this. <laughs> I'm looking at all you Jaren players. Everybody come at me. All right. So uh, your teammate for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, diverse top meta. Uh, I, think I like I said though, but Rogue, Rogue is a you'll you'll see Rogue pop up every once in a while. Look look at Invoker Rogue. So from one of like probably one of the best pilots ever for Invoker. We'll probably see him for a very long time. Uh, like the Volker pilots, he topped. He topped very well. He played it very excellently. If you are like this pilot who's done nothing but study the deck, study everything, you can make it. You can make it very well. You just have to put all the effort into it and know your deck's weaknesses, know where you're going to come up, know strong, play around stuff and everything like that. You can get to the top right here. It's We haven't shown it at the end of the day. So I think Invokers is going to be this mechanic that live on forever. There's a good chance it could be. Red Blue is generic, and it's showing support to Invoker. So if the meta is di as diverse as it is now, what do we consider meta? What do we consider Rogue? What do we consider Rogue? I mean, I can still see Invoker being Rogue for a time being. I think they just need... Because uh, all they have right now is Burn, and they have Victory Strike as their backup. I think if they have uh, if they get an access to another route of Victory... Like another access, not like to victory strike, but another access, another route to win winning the game. All right. Then I could then I could see them easily coming off of Rogue and coming to tier one, because they have very good cards. Emperor's Death Beam is very powerful. It is. I think I think in terms of extra cards, Emperor Death Beam kind of over uh, overshadows um, uh, Royal Condemnation, and just in my opinion, in general, ignores barrier minus thirty five, right? Thirty. Yeah, thirty. That's strong. That's incredibly strong. Like 85, 90% of battle cards are getting destroyed. Yeah, you're, you're, you're nuking the majority of the cards at the end of the day. So... Like, I, I think that that... I think uh, Invoker just needs another uh, another route for a win condition. I think it'll easily be Tier 1 at that point. Uh, when you look at Jiren, uh, Jiren wants to get to turn 5. I understand he can get there. 
with its, um, you know, take a life, take no damage at the end of the day. But that that's cool and all. But if you get, we're in an aggro format still. You can get bum rush turn one, turn two before you set that up. And you can easily just get clonked over the head. I mean, at that point, they just awaken and they have three chances of staying alive. So. Not, if I, not if you're at five life and I'm just like hitting you with something big for double, then you've got two life and then I could just easily, you know, wait out the rest of the turn and hit you down. It's, uh, it, like, like hypothetically, every Jaren player wants to be like, oh, I've got, you know, three turns, but, you know, we're in an aggro format. There's a lot of free double strike. And if I'm going to hit you down to three life, or I've seen some people whiff and not even be able to play something uh, for the turn to energy and just have nothing. Like, it's great and all, but I think Jared needs more than just these little crappy wieners and wait until I play my 10 drops that are like, you know, basically secret level powerful at the end of the day. But The Vegeta Unison that came from the expansion. The Vegeta Unison is very good. I, I love that Unison. I think that Unison is better, but there's better yellow decks at the end of the day too as well. There is. And Mecha Freeze is the best one, in my opinion. Better than Sin? I think it's leagues about better than Sin, and that's 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 saying a lot because I have a lot of I love Sin Cinderon. I play the deck a lot. I have fun just making noise. Same. That's weird. I hope that doesn't mean a recording's. <laughs> nope. We're still no, good. we're still good. Okay. <laughs> this might be turning to episode five point five. <laughs> it might be the video. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think uh, I think in terms of yellow, we've got Becca, Frieza, Sin Cinderon, Go Tanks. Just because Go Tanks is. Gotenks has a good matchup against Yellow Frieza in terms of extra cards because of being able to draw cards, rest. You play something cool, I'm going to rest his Basil. Now I'm not worried about it anymore. I'm going to rest your uh, Bardock that you played. Now I'm not worried about it anymore. You know, I think Gotenks is still in a good spot. Um, and then you've got Jiren. I, like I said, I played, like my teammate plays Jiren. Um, I think Jiren's play style is just too linear. I think Jiren doesn't have routes to a lot of other acts, uh, a lot of stuff that it can do. I think if they made that SR, do you know the one I'm talking about from Jackbox 5? I think they made that one a little more playable. I think it'd be the deck would be a little bit better and a better spot. drop thanks to Quad Strike if you top deck it, and that's the only card in your hand <laughs> yeah. to play it. That one? Yeah, the really garbage one. Yeah, if they made that card any better, the deck would be better. But You know what card we're talking about? Yeah, no. I'm just, they know you're blanking. He's like, I don't remember this trash. No, no, I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm just digesting the information. But uh, Jiren, I don't know. Jir- I mean, the only thing that I think Jiren has... The, the only thing that Jiren, Jiren can do really well is make Selzina really well. Probably. Because, you, but you said that, like, getting the turn five is a really big, it's a really big wish in a, a, an extreme aggro format. Yeah. And you've even got, like, decks like Dark Broly and stuff like that. Like, not even talking about aggro, let's talk about mid-range. Dark Broly, hand rip, hand rip, hand rip. And now they have a burn card? Rip your life, rip your life, rip your life, rip your life. And if you give all your, uh, all your cards barrier, you're burning. Because now you can't, because it's off of your own effects. You can't choose any of your barrier cards. Yeah. Now you're now you're burning a life. That's a, now you're meaning the same principle as um, Invoker. Yeah. Where they can get around you by burning you. Mm-hmm. That was the one downside about that format for them. Yeah, it's just the fact that Jiren needs more, because the protection it offers is very strong, but it's not enough. At the end of the day, that's why I don't think uh, I think Jiren's gonna stay rogue until it gets a lot more. And Volker, I can easily see him be tier one, like and especially if whatever new win, <laughs> whatever new win condition they get, if they get like something that's completely busted, it might even be tier zero just because of the amount of like tempo and like control that Invoker had. Like I was really rooting for it when it came out. Like I liked the deck a lot. The Emperor's Death Beam World Combination; those cards were scary at the time. Deflect was not a big mechanic. Sure. But now it is like 
almost every Turles card has deflect. All the Gotenks cards have deflect. Like, you can't roll Condemnation anything. It's one of the only decks that doesn't run at unison. Yeah. They've been asking for a unison Also, we're not getting an Invoker unison. Everybody stop asking that question. That is a really broken idea. I mean, besides what, Reboot Gohan, right? They don't need a unison. <laughs> they definitely don't need a unison. Uh, you can probably play Demigre if you really wanted to. Right, but those are like the only two relevant decks I can think of that don't rely on having like a counterplay set up with a unison. Because uh, I don't know. I think Invoker could use one. I think Invoker and stuff like that, uh, they can get a unison. I think that what the unison should do, it should uh, help them cycle their um, their extra, extra cards. cards. I think that'll be a good idea. You're, we're not getting an invoker with the uh, use of the keyword invoker. That's way too strong. Mm-hmm. That is a way too strong idea. Because of the fact that then you've got a, a truly uninteractable card. <laughs> and top of that is going to be base 20k. Yeah, like Vegeta is a very uninteractable card for a very good reason. Deflect Bear is not a joke. And being 19k is also powerful. Yeah. But um, a unison that helps them cycle their extra cards, I think that could be really good. Like... Or if it just, like, you know, helps them, like, look through their deck and stuff. Like, you know, like how TMP does. If it helps them do that as well, I think Invoker could be in a, could easily pump up to a very, very good spot. But uh, I think that's the, I think that's the issue they're looking for. Uh, another, like, a couple other rogue decks in mind that I have. Um, you've, like, the meta right now is still trying to be formed at the end of the day. Like, like besides mm-hmm. decks that are that just don't die, like, we're not, I'm not seeing a whole lot of, like, I'm still, the meta's still forming, like, Launch is still really good. Weiss, I think Weiss could actually make a good good attempt. Uh, you know, I talked bad about it a lot, but then I saw the one drop. I think the one drop adds a lot of consistency to it. I'll I th- have to I'll have to see that deck in action. I just know apparently can build a lot of value. The the only the cards that do scare me in that deck because I did play against it. Um, I was playing against it with Toa. I didn't have the deck built right, but the uh, the card that does scare me is that Goku. If you get that Go, if you have like more than one Goku. You're blowing up the board. Mm-hmm. We, well, I think Weiss just needs a little bit more love. Uh, Vados is a powerful card. The one drop, the one drop Weiss that came in the in uh, set thirteen, and the TP one drop Weiss, the one that free plays your Vanillas. Those are really good cards. That star is definitely good. It helps you build hand advantage. Mm-hmm. So good. One deck I uh, have not been seen in action a lot that apparently was getting a little bit high behind it. It was Salsa and Shroom. Salsa and Shroom got a lot of hype for it. I've played it a lot of times. I still don't understand what that deck does. <laughs> it just basically does drop control. It's really good against sparking decks, of course, and, you know, any, like, dredge coup, I guess, but... I'm trying to think of all the sparking decks. <laughs> We're not in a, it, it would be good if we in a sparking meta. The only mm-hmm. deck that would even... It would even remotely do something against, maybe, the pipe... It'll hurt Dark Broly a little bit in the sense that, you know, they need to warp stuff from the drop in order to play stuff. Once you get into the later turns, they can start warping two to three things off the drop. Yeah, I mean, when you're in the grind matchup and they're struggling to to bring out their six drops again, then yeah, I could see Streamless also easily match up. But against other matchups, like uh, Mecha Frieza, for example, like, there's nothing, like, they're all battle cards. The Mecha Frieza interacts with every single one of them. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, when you talk about stuff like um, OG Broly's looks strong. OG Broly is uh, gonna not be rogue next set, and OG Broly will probably be uh, probably be better relevant with that one drop. That one drop's insane. Yeah, you talking about the evolution box or something? Oh yeah, no, that card's insane. Yeah. 
Yeah, no. That they literally just got a feel good field spell, and now they got a good one drop. Uh, that deck is gonna go from rogue to meta real quick. They said, "Oh, you ain't had enough support with here." You go. They said, "Oh, this is my favorite." <laughs> it's like that meme. Yeah. It's just like, "Who's your favorite child?" I love you both equally. It's you by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they, there's OG Broly. Yeah. No, that deck is gonna be really scary when the battle evolution comes out. Does King Vegeta see a comeback with the next set? Mm, no, unless next it's been, set, there's unless, no direct support. Oh, there is some support. Unless that Vegeta's lineage is a lot of red green support yeah. coming, but they're not two drops. That's what the deck likes. Ooh, um, if there's a red green, that means Surge can come back possibly. Hey, where's my Surge leaders at? I want them. I want them. Now. I still want to Surge for. I want another Surge meta. Let's Surge so much. Surge is so much fun. Surge will make a comeback. I think. Uh, I think they might be. I don't think it's in battle evolutions. I think they've already spoiled the. The stuff that they're gonna spoil for it. Yeah, not so. not in this next set, but mm. their their next block, the end of this block is gonna have dual color. I've been hearing a lot of rumors about uh, dual color unisons mm -hmm. from a lot of people. Uh, mostly, mostly, mostly people online and stuff like that. So it's un, it's like very volatile, unconfirmed sources. But there's been a lot of talk about multicolor unisons. I think yeah. it's from like distribution pages. Something like that. Shop yeah. owners are getting this information on like pre-order, and it, it gives like a description of what's to be expected in the set that yeah. kind of stuff and then they remove it because it's not supposed to be seen yeah it's not supposed to be there but yeah. I think at the I think they just do it just so like you know it's one of those like leaked things to get people hyped up over a set but if multicolor unisons make an appearance I could honestly see uh, a re uh, a surge of <laughs> a surge of surge leaders and honestly the surge of, the surge meta is one of the best metas eh, oh, I disagree Lord. I, I had a bad time I <laughs> didn't play the good Surge Leaders. Surge Q was so fun. Yeah, I didn't want to play it, but it was definitely a really good deck. I should have played it. As the first, uh, the only reason why I wanted to play that over Piccolo is because I was always asking for a Super Saiyan God Awakened leader that was really good, and Surge Q definitely fit that bill mm -hmm. of being busted. Was he also considered a God, or no? No. Because if you're a Super Saiyan, oh God, I'm gonna hope I'm, I hope I'm wrong so we can get our episode five point five going again. Because two things have been wrong. <laughs> I mean, I doubt it was a god card, but... It, we gotta get our daily quota of four before the episode crashes. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was one of those players who loved Surge Piccolo. I just stared <laughs> at you until you did something, and I responded. I hate those. You're blue players in Magic, basically. That's, yeah, basically. Those, those matchups, Surge Cube versus Surge Piccolo, was so hot. It was so hot, because you got the brutal beatdown on the card draw versus, like, hand destruction. Yeah. It's just, like, full control versus, like, full aggro. It was... Oh, it was so fun. I never forget. I started my I started my opening hand with like three apes, mm -hmm. and then like uh, they tried to they were like they hand destructed me. I like suck on my out twice, and they like just ripped out both apes, and I was just like, cool, cool, <laughs> thanks, buddy. Hand advantage is my favorite. The only thing I'll say about to answer your question earlier, you guys were like just killing it, so I didn't want to say much, but I would kill it here. Yeah, but just to say like. In terms of what is considered meta, I guess what people are accustomed to to be calling what is meta is just what deck is represented the most and what performs well. So I guess what we can say from the given information we have, looking at the pie chart, is like a lot of multiple Dark Brolies and multiple Mecha Freezes topped and so forth. So, you know, if you're going to an event, that's something you can expect, but there comes a thing called like you know adapting so if you're if you see invoker has a good matchup with a lot of these you can make a call and say well i can run red broly because red broly has a phenomenal matchup against invoker and on top of that if i make minor adjustments against mecha frieza and dark broly i will have the advantage and so forth oh, so yeah, no. 
you know? So that's definitely what we can say was probably, like, you know, what we can consider meta right now is probably Red, Broly, Dark Broly, and Mecha Frieza. Those are the only decks that were in the, in the top cut from the last two PPGs that had more than one representative. Those three? Yes. Yeah, so uh, here, last yesterday... Two Red Brolies at the PPG Connecticut. Yeah. At uh, PPG Miami, we had five Dark Brolies, mm-hmm. four Mecha Freezes, and then everything else was a one-off. Yeah. I just want to say, too, as well, because I see a lot of people complain about the meta, how it's uh, how they still don't like seeing uh, decks that last this long. Which is a healthy meta. Like, I, people, like, a lot of people, like, when I, when I came here from Yu-Gi-Oh! and stuff like that, I see a lot of people complain about stuff. I was like, I can clearly tell you people have never played Yu-Gi-Oh! Because mm-hmm. there's nothing like looking at a pie chart, and it's all um it's all spiral <laughs> i'm like oh great top 32 all spiral top 32 all zodiac and i'm like wow i've been i literally played through three tier zero formats yeah and i was just like i hate this game we used to have tier zero harutagar and storm i didn't play through those uh, <laughs> ss3 storm i think ss3, SS3 was probably the most Tier uh, besides Mecha Frieza, but even I during Mecha, Mecha Frieza's time, that was not fun. But yeah, even during Mecha Frieza's time, there was still like Mass Saiyan that can put up a good fight. The problem with SS3 is shows you either had SS3 blue yellow, like with Storm, or you had it as red blue with foreseen hit and so forth, you know. But yeah, so I feel like the closest we've been to tier zero before the universe three stuff got banned. Yeah, after drive box. Oh my god, we were they 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 caught that one real quick. Yeah, that that was the definition of a tier zero. We were about to hit tier zero because only because of the fact that Vegex and. uh, Demigra were the top or the, at the top. Well, it was definitely gonna be Vegex without a doubt. No, like, yeah. You're really five cards. The per consistency turn. was too powerful. Yeah, no. Before Universe Three got banned, I, to be honest, if Universe Three didn't get touched until maybe a couple of tournaments, that without a doubt would have been the tier zero deck, like in our oh, yeah. in our history to, of Dragon Ball. Yeah, all you would have had to do is just wait for the um, the set to drop so you could get access to the uh, Overrun Trunks. Mm-hmm. And so you're able to literally just win the game turn two, like un- unstoppable in the game. You have your universe, you have your universe three is just constantly swinging, and then you just tap one, play your splintering minds, win. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I was trying to find an old top cut list, like breakdown of mm-hmm. that format. And then you just put top cut and then just decided to scroll. Well, you can sort by year, but yeah, I'm not going to find it. No. <laughs> uh, maybe something we can do for the next one. There we go. We'll, we'll go over old percentages. Yeah. Uh, by the way, guys, uh, in the midst of uh, meta talks, I just wanted to remind you guys that we're still waiting on a reboot set to Vegito leader. Yeah, was there, yeah. hey, come, talking about that really quickly, what is with this garbage collector's print where you're going to go ahead and make a alternate art for the Vegito? I hope all three of the mics peaked when I, when I just screamed. It, it did. Perfect. We, we as a community asked for a reboot, but not a reprint. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like we've been... Bamboozled. It's like you're making fun of us, Bandai, and that's not okay. Well, they did make the foil surge Broly leader that everybody was asking. That one for. was nice. The, they, they did that one. They did OG Broly, I think, too. I think so. And um, then the rest of them were garbage. That's really wait. They reprinted the OG Broly leader. Yeah, as an ultimate art. Oh, that's really good actually, All because it's going to be compromised. Give them compliments. It's this ninety dollars for the set. <laughs> this is trash. And you get like and you get one copy cards. of each. One copy. So you got to buy good four. Good job, Bandai. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm cutting the podcast. Where's the off button? <laughs> Um, so I'm not a fan of the reprint set. Uh, not the way they're doing it. I'd be a fan of the reprint set if there were, like, literal better reprints. If it was, like, a $50 item, I might 
see myself buying a playset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like attack wares for a good reprint because they their their prices always go up and down no matter what. But this, to be fair, there is a reprint uh, draw two ape in that. The world at thirty dollars at this point now. The problem is you're only getting one copy for nearly a hundred dollars. But there's like three or four leaders. You only need one anyway. It's, it's even if you sell them. They still to put the whole thing in the trash. How much is the Broly Surge leader going for right Six now? Six bucks. All right, so a, a foil altar. Two dollars. Two dollars. The problem with those things is that it's guaranteed. So the Broly Surge Leader, when you got it in the pack, it wasn't guaranteed in that pack. It's premium Bandai, and it's going to be limited quantity. Oh, it's premium Bandai. So that means it'll pick up value over time. It's not going to have value on the spot. Correct. Do you think they'll reboot OG Broly? OG Broly? Yeah. Do you think they'll reboot it? Yeah. I don't. Oh, I'm I'm confusing myself. (laughs) No, they did the reprint. I don't think so. It would be completely pointless if they did that. I mean, if you're saying if they would ever do it, yeah, there's obviously an opportunity down the road it I might mean, happen. It's, it's not useless because, like with Soul Striker, there's a there's viability to play both leaders. No, this is what I'm saying. Why would you reprint the leader or alternate art if you're just going to make a new one? No, fair enough. That's what I was saying. It's like, you know? So, actually, this is good information that we can use. Well, actually, bad information. Well, <laughs> a bad thing. Since they reprinted an alternate art Vegito leader... Yeah, for no reason. We can assume they're not going to reboot it. Like, that's a very I safe I remember people were voting for this as, like, a reboot, and then, like, they were just like, oh, no, it's a reprint. I'm like, all right, so this is... Just throw it in the fucking fucks. trash. Yeah. Uh, Bandai, please don't do that. Well, throw it in the fucking trash, Bandai. I want my give reboot us, Vegito. If give I s- us a rebooted re- re- art, alt art. Like you did the other thing for the anniversary box where they swapped out the Champa for something else, the the War Cry. Yeah. Give oh, yeah. us a reboot Vegito leader instead of a reprint Vegito leader. Give it an alt art if you want, or don't. I don't give a shit. I just I want a different. Leader, it, better, it better say reboot, and it better have different effects. Because if it doesn't, I'm coming down there and I'm sitting in your parking lot. What's the name of the awakened side of that Vegito leader? Do you guys remember? No. <laughs> I remember it's Vegito and Vegito needs a reboot. That's what the back. I'm gonna change one word in that name. It's probably gonna be funny. There you go, Vegito Fusion Warriors Super Saiyan Vegito. Okay, we can say Vegito rebooted Warrior Super Saiyan Vegito. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Replace Fusion for reboot. Uh, this it's it's literally just a leader that just needs a reboot. Like it needs to have draw power. It, it's just a fan favorite. That's the thing. Android, uh, the Android 18 and 17, a fan favorite. People just want a reboot of those cards. This has so much untapped potential. Yeah. Because you can do essentially four colors. Because now they've made black a specified color. You could run quad color with yellow Gokus and Vegeta's, which, by the way, set 12 gave us a lot of those with the Whis set. Yeah, but those are not not good. Height of Mastery, it doesn't matter. You're using them for charge. It's just, it's just, it prevents op- it presents options. That's what they have. Now. I mean, familial bonds targets all of the Goku and Vegeta's that are three cost fifteen Ks. Yeah. So you can just play those for two. You, like you the think that maybe things. that's why they haven't re? No, I don't. Because <laughs> yeah. they're really worried about breaking familial bonds. Yeah, I, that's what yeah. they're really worried about. Yeah. Yeah. This is Celzino support. Let's do it. No, you can't use these for Celzino because it's not mono green or yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. No, I- yeah. Thank God. And you uh, can't even use Strength of Legends in this. Why would you want to run Celsius when you have Ultimate Force? No, I was just saying, like, I was making fun of the whole Familiar Bonds thing. Like, oh, they're yeah, looking, yeah. They're looking yeah, at Celzino. Yeah. Celzino support? Print it. 
Oh, Vegito set two support. Don't print it. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom of the pile, guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bottom of the pile. We're gonna we're see, throw it in the recycle bin. We're gonna see reboot series before we see reboot Vegito set two. Yeah. That's fair. And the the leader that everybody has been requesting yeah. will reboot. <laughs> For a, like a legitimate analysis or observation, like since they reprinted that alternate art, we shouldn't be expecting a reboot. I'm fucking pissed. Yeah. <laughs> reprint an, a reprint announcer, which was all right. But Bergamo... Hey, Bergamo's fire, bro. No, you guys have to take like four or five turns to set up this dumbass log. Bro, and once it's set up, you ain't touching me. Alright, sweet. Turn three. Uh, uh, Double strike Broly? Alright, sweet. Uh, Secret swing? Alright, cool. Okay. Ryan hates everything he doesn't like. I hate everything that doesn't give me what I want. Give me my reboot Vegito. I'm looking at you, camera. (laughs) Alright, so let's move on from that topic because we're not going to get it. Ultimate deck. Ultimate deck is amazing. I love that card. <laughs> Jesus Christ, ultimate deck is valuable. Oh, that deck is that thing is super fun. Talking about an all foiled, some of some of the best reprints in the out of like the whole anything. This is probably one of the best products I've ever seen throughout any card game, including Magic, including Yu-Gi-Oh, including Pokemon, and including uh, that really amazing game where they've got some of the most overpriced cards I've ever seen, Flesh and Blood. Uh, we're not talking about the game. The game literally looks like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. So you get one booster pack out of the box, right? Yes. Yeah. And I've seen two people pull secrets out of You get a full-ass foiled 50-card, not completely playable. But you can play it out of the box. You can out play of... it out the box deck. All foils, topo reprint, protector of the people reprint. Amazing reprint, by the way. Yes. Uh, Crit Freezer. Crit Freezer reprint. reprint, foil. Uh, and then you get some Broly, a dark Broly, I guess, they're We'll call them reprints, but they were just from last set. Yeah. Foiled out. Foiled <laughs> out Power Burst. Cards that are still holding value. I saw people sell play sets of Power Burst. Foil for like 15 bucks. Yeah. Foil also, Topos for 15 bucks. It's like, bro. And you're also getting new support for Dark Broly in, the, uh, in this Ultimate Deck. That 7 drop does puts in work. Correct. I don't I don't play the Broly stuff in my Toa version. I don't think it's it you don't need smoothly. To. But it's definitely a... The, the 7 drop is viable for Heartfelt Plea. And you can get it out super early. <laughs> I think it's not the best mechanic. No, it is clunky, but I played on my Dark Broly, and it is super funny. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> then you go, you, uh, you, what is it? You, uh, you play your sex drop, swing with your sex drop, EX Evolve, crit somebody, swing with that, awaken, Dark Broly, play it, and then it gets trunked. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not memeing. I play that because it's funny. I'm gonna take it out of the deck soon, but it's it, it's so funny. It was definitely but when worth, they don't trunks it. Value town. It was definitely worth the ten dollars <laughs> I spent for two of them. Yeah, that's true. I did sell. I actually I sold three for ten. I gave my guy a hookup. But I think ultimate deck. Uh, if they can follow this tradition, every what, two oh, sets man. is that how often they're doing starters? They're not I gonna follow. So. They're not gonna follow this one. They were like, "Oh, we made a good product. Our right, time to make crappy product." Because the they didn't give us a starter deck. They only gave us the ultimate deck for mm-hmm. this set. And they didn't give us any decks last set. But they gave us three starters in set 10. Yeah. So, right, because they replaced them with the event deck. Oh, the event packs, remember? Mm. With the uh, with the Gohan, Go, with the, 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 not the Gohan, the Goten, Trunks, the uh, the Toa, which you play in this new deck. The expansion The cards. Mira, the ultimate Shenron. Yeah. Uh, the other cards I'm 100% forgetting. So are we mm-hmm. expecting to miss anything for the set 13? Like, it's gonna be like well, set. if you go to the official website, I think they have the next listed decks, and there's dates on them, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, we were talking about this. Someone said it looked like GT Goten, 
But I, I think it looks like Vegeta, the red one. I think one looks like a Shenron, but I only took a quick peek at it. I might be looking at a different deck then. Because yeah, so I don't have 15 to 16 available. Yeah, nothing looked like a Shenron to me. And then there's uh, no other ultimate decks. Well, that's an expert deck. Yeah. This was considered an ultimate deck, so what was that under other, right? No. Special? I don't know. I mean, trash. This website's trash. Oh, expansion set. There we go. Ultimate deck. Okay, that doesn't that doesn't make sense. We'll go with it. Okay. Uh, yeah, see if that looks like a Vegeta. 15. That looks like a little kid Vegeta. That oh, looks like Vegeta no. Jr.? Vegeta Jr.? This thing comes out in July? <laughs> yeah, July 2021. Oh my huh? God. So that's Unison Warrior series still. So okay, so if Evolution comes out March, March. So that gives us that would be four months from now. Yeah. From from then. Oh my god. Which is a April, May, June, July. Huh? <laughs> I'm wait four months for another starter deck. <laughs> wait, wait, click on it. It says, oh, oh no, that started at sixteen. Give me the next. What's deck? the sixteen one? It yes. looks like Goku. Black, How does that look Matt like Wait, what picture was I looking wait, at? Wait, wait, that could be... Wait, wait, yeah, that does look like the, the, the OG one because it looks like the one where he's doing like the... Uh, yeah, yeah. The that? Yeah. Maybe this is a reboot. Maybe this could be the reboot. Mm, hold on. Maybe this could actually be them printing out a reboot leader and them not putting it on the site so that they can hide it because that looks like the Matt Saiyan, the OG one where he's got the thing and then it awakens to be SS3 Bardock. This could be a, a reboot started. This is all speculation. Nobody take me seriously right here. So this definitely looks like Vegito Jr. Or Vegito Jr.? Vegito Jr. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this could be uh, Kid Vegeta. The one from the OG, where he's got the little cape I think everything. that's what he meant by saying Vegeta Jr. Or, or he's he talking about the kid. I'm looking at, I'm talking about actual Vegeta. No, I mean, I'm it could, about Vegeta Jr. It could be either, because of the fact that uh, in, a, martial arts. in uh, Battle Evolutions, we're getting the uh, Vegeta's lineage. So this could either be Vegeta, uh, Kid Vegeta, or this could be Vegeta Jr., it could be one of those two. I think you. I think you guys are right. I think this might be a, um, a small Vegeta, no matter what. It, there's a little. It's the a, bone structure on his face. The bone structure on his. Face. I could have sworn I seen a yellow starter deck somewhere. Uh, oh, uh, no sir. No sir. Nah, I thought I saw it online. That's why I said oh, Shenron. That's the cell. The ultimate life form. That's twenty one. This is Kaba. Dude, the ultimate life form deck was probably the worst deck I think they've ever printed in the history of decks. Probably. Uh, what's other? What What's new and other? Premium pack set five. Maybe this is where you saw the show. There you That's go. That's where I saw it. There you okay. go. Hey, you're not going crazy, dude. Hey, <laughs> July 2021. July 2021. Bloody hell, bro. Maybe these are just placeholder days. Uh, probably. Okay, so Ultimate Deck. I, I love it. I think that it's actually very relevant. It had a really good matchup against your Churlis, but, you know, that's... Oh, yeah, just shit on me in the podcast. <laughs> I want everybody to know that I'm a bad player. <laughs> I've never seen Toast player lose with two fruits on leader. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I want you to add me right now. We're playing, we're playing in the middle of the stream. Right <laughs> Alright guys, welcome to our live match. <laughs> I'm about to 2L Mark right here. Oh man. I think the deck is almost complete. I, I think there's still some holes that Ultimate Deck can be filled with. Let's not make any sex jokes. <laughs> uh, I think Salzino is definitely the best secret rare to play in it, but I'm not dropping three to four hundred dollars on it. You don't want to drop like you don't drop like half like a half a grand on one. You yeah, I pay to win. <laughs> so I paid one hundred twenty five dollars for everything in my deck. I don't want to spend three hundred dollars to add one card to it. <laughs> that's how you. That's and how you. And it always ends up the last card in your life. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I love it. 
I like but you can search for it with the Dark Dragon Balls. Yes, it searches yeah. for a Xeno card. It doesn't matter about the energy. Oh, dude, console. busted. I can't wait to... I can't wait for you to search it and then we just rip it out of your hand. Yeah. <laughs> Stop I swear, you want to talk about a card that I really want banned just, just because I'm a petty... <laughs> I'm a petty-ass bitch. Banned spell Kamehameha. I'm so tired of my secret getting ripped out of my hand. That's fair. The only thing I'll say about the ultimate box is just one word. It's just value. Yeah. I think I think it's just a cherry on the top that you're getting a booster pack with this. So you can even pull the SPR. As Ryan said, he's seen people pull secrets from it. it it's just really good. Everything comes in foil. It has really good reprints. It's, it's something really good for the community that Bandai should keep doing. It'll hurt the market for people who are like hoarding cards and they're trying to like, you know, flip them for profit. But in terms of trying to bring new players into the game and so forth, like this is a really good thing. I literally, uh, yesterday, after me and Jose did the uh, belt match, mm-hmm. I had three people, one of them's a good friend of mine, yeah. uh, get into Dragon Ball because of the starter deck. He's coming on Wednesday to play the tournament now. Yeah. We have two people who got into the game because of the ultimate decks. Mm-hmm. to play in the tournament on Wednesday. Nice. And the fact that the deck is actually, like... Viable. 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 Yeah, exactly. It's I just a, yeah, I just lent him a couple cards. I lent him the Majin Buu. Well, mm-hmm. I'm going to lend him the Majin Buu on Wednesday. Yeah. And I'm going to lend him the Toas, the ones that, the, that can speak the deck. Yeah. Yeah. He, that's a staple for this deck. It yeah. needs to be in it. It's a, it's a staple. He doesn't have them because they, they don't sell the packs anymore. But, um... I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give him the ones I have because uh, I think I, I have my decks that I'm playing. Tell was really fun on the side, but I'm not gonna main it, so I'm just gonna give him the cards. So mm-hmm. the deck, honestly, all the cards I I got for like pennies. The, the most expensive card I bought was the counter counter secret or Majin Buu. And you also have the seven drop Majin Buu. I mean, those are like I could, I got them for fifteen dollars before, so it's like not a big investment on my money. Everything else is pennies. Like yeah. Lord Slug, if you don't need to foil out the deck, you can get the Lord Slug Parasite, the uh, Turles Parasite cards, and then the other Slug Xeno cards for like probably like five bucks for a playset of each total. So there's not a big investment on the Toa deck after you've bought your two Toa decks, uh, and I think it's viable out the box. Even I wouldn't run it with the Broly stuff, but no. to each their own. The Broly stuff, uh, I I play it just a meme. I, I like playing the deck. I play with the Jumbo. The, I play with all the clunky engines, the Janemba engine and the Dark Broly engine. Those are super, two of the most clunkiest engines for that deck. It's fun. It, yeah, I, I play the deck so I can have a fun deck for once, so I can stop hearing people complain about me playing meta all the time. Yeah. Well, but it's it's really fun. It's just super clunky. No, That's man. my secret, Ryan. I play, play meta, meta, teach him a lesson. Play meta, teach him a lesson. You want to know what the game is about? Here it is. <laughs> stop being a child. Did Great. you bring a starter deck to play in your first tournament? Sit down, boy. <laughs> Oh, cool. Let me pull uh, out my Celzino card. Let me, let me put my Piccolo. <laughs> when you, when you wanna, you're like, oh, I'm going to play the perfect in, uh, ultimate life form deck against my <laughs> Tricolor Surge Piccolo deck. <laughs> I found it so bad for people. You get, be, you get beginners coming in. Swing with leader. What does that have? has crit. All right, I'm going to take the hit. Good. Now swing with this guy. What is that? Crit. All right, I'm going to take the hit. Now swing with this guy. What is he have? He has crit, too. <laughs> <laughs> is that double strike crit? Double strike crit. <laughs> Oh, cool. Play my Mercenary Tile. What does he have? Crit. <laughs> no, my favorite part is what I've seen so many times happen before when people play that Broly Secret. They're like, swing. Like, okay, you're at 10 to my 15. Combo, you're still at 10, buddy. <laughs> but I even at 15. They're at 10. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, they swing 10 to your 15 leader. It's like, oh, okay, combo 5k. I'm like, you're still at 10. <laughs> I've seen that happen so many my times. Favorite, my, favorite, my favorite one will always be the fact that um, people will forget that the Broly Booster <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I keep forgetting that's a thing, too. I remember so one time I, I was watching I saw some... Because I only had one life, and some of them yeah. was just, like, swing. Uh-huh. It's like, super combo, super combo, super combo. So they were, had, like... So they were at 30, and yeah. I was just, like, super combo. 
mm-hmm. and they're like, I'm at 30, and I was like, I'm at 35. <laughs> yeah. I keep forget. I remember one time I was watching that, someone put a die on their leader, I'm like, what's that for? Oh, this thing gives me 10k booze. I'm like, oh, <laughs> forgot. No. Oh. Yeah, it's funny though. Yeah. You gotta play the secret on the secret to be a true to be a true cancer value. <laughs> so the last thing, guys, to wrap up the the podcast, we're talking about evolution booster. All right. Um, this is the draft box replacement. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of draft box uh, esque things. Yes, but none of them seem like staples that could be generically put into anything at the moment. Correct. Uh, what 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 day are we on? Yeah, this is January thirty first at uh, three fifty four. I'm not getting quoted on this. <laughs> at the time of um, what we've seen so far, nothing seems generic. The a lot of the stuff uh, seems like it goes with the deck that it goes with. So let's talk about the details of the set. It's called Battle Evolution Booster. It comes in a traditional box, unlike the draft box, which comes in like a collector's box. Mm-hmm. Uh, release date is March twenty twenty one. So it could be as soon as. Five weeks from now, it could be you know eight or nine weeks from now. Uh, I'm thinking mid March. Mm-hmm. It's 233 types of cards total: 60 common, 30 uncommon, 18 rare, 16 SR, one secret rare, 68 new cards, 57 reprints. Now their type total includes normal and hollow, so I imagine I have to double these. So 120 plus 60 is 180 plus 36 is 216, uh, 232, 233. So they're counting cards as normal and hollow. So a common normal and a common hollow are two cards. Yeah. So there's really only uh, 120 ish cards in the set. It's a small set. Yeah, which is good. Almost half of them are reprints. I see Kaba. Does anybody else see Kaba right there in the corner, the right corner? Yeah, left. Corner. Oh, left corner. I'm my. Oh my gosh. I was like, bro, what? <laughs> All right, so we got double strike Kaba. Can you zoom I, in on that? I legitimately see the double strike Kaba on the box. Holy, oh, I do my best to zoom in. All right, everybody, this is a uh, first for uh, here. We've got double strike Kaba. That's um, the. Uh, no, that's, wait, is that say? is that Bardock? Right there, right next to the uh, blue evolution Vegeta on the right. I'm actually right this time. Right in between the Blue Evolution Vegeta and the Kakunsa that was spoiled. the In the middle right there. That kind of looks like Bardock, doesn't it? Oh, okay. You talking about here in the middle on the left side? No, no, the middle on the right side. Is that like three times? Yeah, right. No, 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 no right, right there. No, here? no, no, right, right there. Bardock? That yeah. looks like a brand new car from the set. That's no art design like I've ever bro. seen. That's either Bardock or Gine. It looks more like Gine. That could be Gine. Alright, so SS3 Goku. Yeah. That's the that one we know what it does. Yeah. That that supports the swap engine. That supports the, the, the Goku's lineage swap. So this is reprint by Arius Super Combo. I can't tell what the left are. side is all reprints. Yes. Yeah, the this right is... side the right side looks like all new cards. Uh yes. I'm very upset. Alright, I'm gonna zoom out of this reprint. monstrosity of a thing. Yeah, but you heard it here first, folks. We've uncovered um, that Double Strike Kaba's getting a reprint. A reprint that no- <laughs> nobody, the reprint nobody's asked for. What is this? Go to Red, see if... Uh, uh, there's no Red, it's only green so far. No, they spoiled a bunch of stuff. No, they didn't. This they, is everything. If you go to the designer notes, they spoiled the uh, Nappa and all that stuff. Yeah, how do I do that? You go to About, I think. Well, you're also not talking about the Android 16 on here, too. No, no, go to T.O.P. then, my bad. Top. T.O.P.? <laughs> I'm glad you spelled top for us. Go down. They have like this little section. If you click right there where it says announcements on the second one, 
Right, the one yeah, in the middle? Okay. I think that should give you all yes. Yeah. So this is like a little bit of the designer notes they showed. There's four reprints that have been confirmed for a while. It's the Exploding Weakness, Vegeta, Obuni, uh, Tap 2, Drop 2, Rebrand, and Basil. <laughs> these two ones in the middle, though, these weren't until just recently. We saw the artwork for Obuni and for Rebrian, we did know that they were going to be printed because they did mm-hmm. say it, but the only artworks we knew that were going to happen was the Vegeta and the Basil. Those are the mm-hmm. only two artworks that were spoiled. We knew about the Sensu Bean, the Paragus, and the U9, I think, because those were also spoiled for reprints. Yeah. We finally see the front side of the Nappa because we haven't seen, we didn't see the back side of the Nappa. We only yeah. saw the back side, but the front side and the back side, this looks like a, this is probably the deck I'm going to run yeah. for when this comes out. So you will play all your blockers, Cybermen? <laughs> a crap ton of Cybermen. Get 49 alien, foils. Exactly. As a special trait. And there was a draft box. Choppa. Uh, yeah, five, I yeah. believe, that gives all alien cards <sighs> double strike. Where's my phone? I'm buying that out right now. It gives them double strike? Yeah, I know they used to use them for the... It was you, mainly for the... For the, the veggies, right? Yeah, yeah for red-green veggie. veggies. I think, um... Don't it's some form of champ. Uh, don't them out. I want them to buy it out. <laughs> Cards don't even get close to get bought out. Maybe it's that one right there. The Comparius Destroyer. Oh, God. No, no, not Draftbox 5. Probably Draftbox 4 or 3. There we go. Oh, either that one or the other one. Activate battle. Choose two cards in your hand. Place them in your draft area. Choose all God and alien cards in your battle area. Oh, not in the leader. But that... The, we don't know about the Cybermen. They're they're gonna they might be aliens. They, they either, they're they either are. gonna be aliens or they're gonna be mutants. Well, we have Cybermen already. Do we really? Yeah, we do. There's uh, the blocker one. Is it? You never seen that forty nine copies of Cybermen and one cell Zeno Shenron deck? <laughs> you never seen <laughs> it? It's a real deck. Oh People have been playtesting. That thing is absolutely an alien. There's an alien right here. I'll part. I'll bust it. It gives it's them four k. It gives them ten k and double strike. But it's fourteen, so you need a combo. That's one. why you play two of those champas. Yeah. Pretty, pretty <laughs> now they're twenty. Pretty small brain. <laughs> <laughs> is it a better investment than doing uh, two fruits? <laughs> <laughs> well, you neg four out of hand. I'll tell you that. Much <laughs> Just this guy. Is, this guy's also nuts. It's like it's like the six or more battle cards and it costs one in your battle area. When this card attacks, it gets ten k for the turn and then KO three cards. And this and it's got dual attack. <laughs> Once per turn effect though. But also, no, but it doesn't specify any kind of uh, ability for the battle cards. It doesn't have to have any energy costs. You can ba- KO anything. Yeah, but the real reason I'm saying it's got dual attack is it's thirty k and it's gonna restand and swing again. For you guys who are wondering, we are talking about the four drop Nappa. No, that I'm not explaining revealed. anything to you guys. You guys need to look this up. <laughs> Alright, this, this is one like I'm excited for. I'm building gas. this one too. This one is amazing. You're just going to build everything. Uh, this is the gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not building the, uh, the, the heroin deck. <laughs> I'm not building that deck. Dude, by the heroin? Way, yeah. By the way, I think the secret is going to be heroin based. Alright. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey, we're going to get in that. Hey, hey we got to follow the sequence. Follow the sequence. <laughs> Anyways, Android 16. We're not bringing code here. Uh, <laughs> Android 16 is really good because he can play all the arrival Android 16 cards from his uh, energy cost. Yeah, negate the energy exhaust of all Android 16 cards with arrival. If you guys ever have any hope of Android 21 Violent Predator being banned, just go ahead and squash those right now. This card immediately is telling you that's not happening. Mm-hmm. So this is an interesting awakening. Four or less life, or you and your opponent having a total of five energy. I think Beerus has like a the reboot Beerus. He has a similar awakening, right? I think so. I think it's, it's between that. you and your opponent. But you can four, ramp. Maybe. You can yeah, ramp but no, you can, you can ramp 16. the bears too. Well, you can ramp with this leader too with the new 16 that's coming out. Right. Well, not, so not coming out, that's already out. He's yeah. an SPR 2 drop. I hope we get more 16s because I don't think we're, we have enough 16s for this deck to be 
like you only have eight copies for like what his ability it, like uh the set nine beers where you could uh combo with the multicolor from your drop yeah that's pretty sick no yeah that's that, that's ridiculous that's also why you're seeing those uh android 18s getting bought out yeah because, because notice it doesn't effect. it doesn't negate the skill but the card only activates from hand correct mm-hmm. which would have been broken if it well that's because like, beers couldn't do the Wii's. And I was like, oh, broken, double neg. But no. Not double neg. But if you leader card it, though, so this was the six drop Setfest Android comeback. Energy Exhaust, dual attack, blocker, revenge, with big words, arrival for one blue, one green. <gasps> if your leader card is. What's up? I didn't know he was a revenge blocker. Yep, I, I think the majority of uh, Android 16s that block are revenge. Because yeah. I know the three drop from the OG one. one. The OG one. The first revenge. ever one. Like, yeah. It's because besides of, Roger Roby, I think. Yeah. I think it's because of the fact that he does the, uh, the little the, the hug of death. Mm-hmm. And that's why. But um, if your leader card is a blue, is blue or green, uh, when you play this card or use it in a, its combo from hand, choose one. Your opponent chooses one card in their hand, discards it, plays up to one blue energy card with an energy cost of one from your deck in your drop area, then shuffle your deck. So we might see uh, some kind of free play one drop, or this might. This is also good in the. Um, no, never mind. This is blue. I like. There's uh, place one blue. You yeah, no. There's drop. there's gonna have to be one coming out this set, yeah. man. Because you were probably thinking of that starter deck Android, right? That works. Yeah, yeah I, I was, I was thinking, the thinking the same thing. thing. But no, I thought it was gonna be that, but no. And this guy's nuts. We've actually seen this one for for this is the the one that got spoiled a long time ago, along with the Android thirteen Unison. Uh, so this is the the their big boy, one of their finishers. Energy exhaust, double strike, rival for blue, uh, for uh, two blue, two green. Uh, when this card is played, add up to one Android twenty one with energy card. It adds you your violent, uh, your uh, your bad omen basically, uh, or it could add you any Android twenty one with five or less from your hand, and then you play an Android twenty one that's five or less from your hand. So you so, basically grab your your bad omen and you right. play your bad omen. Correct. What was the effect of bad omen again? Uh, yeah, let me let me crit, tell you. Pop one of your energies. It's right here. Crit what do you like? I mean, I don't remember it. Gosh, dang it. No, I'm kidding though. Um, energy exhaust, activate main, two blue, two green. I'm Which you don't need to worry about. Yeah. Choose one card from your energy, place it in your drop area, so you still have to do that. Uh, when you play this card, choose up to one of your opponent's battle cards and add up to one card in your opponent's life and place them in their owner's drop area. Yeah, that's probably... So, so pop the battle card a, and burns them, okay. A burn plus... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we kind of saw the, the, the card turn Android 21 into a somewhat slow rogue because you had the... Um, what's it called? Uh, the Android... Super Android 17. Mm-hmm. The one that well, can play itself from energy and then play all of them all from energy. Them, yeah. So basically, you don't have to worry about... Dual exhaust or whatever, energy exhaust with Android 16. You have like 12 cards that ignore. Yeah. At least 12. Yeah. Because uh, all these, I don't know how many more rivals they're going to make. Can I read this four drop Android 21? I know this one's the one that ramps, but. Uh, you look at your top seven ramp, put it in rest mode, then KO one of your opponent's battle cards. And you can't play 30 or 35Ks. Yeah, or anything in between. That's pretty much Android 21 to a T. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. This is going to be an interesting deck. I just really would like to see the rest of the support of this deck. I hope it gets more support for this deck. And oh, it has to. There's yeah. no way this is all the cards. Oh, no imagine. Way. If and it then, is, Bandai. <laughs> and then here we go. We have uh, the deck that I'm not building because uh, I'm way too lazy. Uh, we've got Bulma, the the hero, hero heroine deck. I'm not going to say that word. All Pan, Bola, Bulma, Chi-Chi, Videl's my featured my... Android 18 battle cards in your... Oh, it doesn't specify launch. Nope. That's weird. They I, gain heroin. Yeah, they gain... Oh, because launch is not a heroin. She pretty much uh, robs people. I forget about that. 
Uh, you can't play non-battle heroin battle cards, so they're not gonna try to you know you uh, universe seven this uh, this hoe. So it's like Toa almost, where it has no specified costs. Yeah, when you play a card, draw one card. When this card attacks, I will draw. When this when you play this, when you play a card, draw one card. Then this card and the card you play gets five k power for the turn. So this doesn't specify um, unisons. No, it does not. Yeah, so if you play a unison, you draw a card and that unison gets five k. In the rule book, does it say you play extra cards or you activate extra cards? Activate. You activate. Them. So this wouldn't go off of that, okay? Correct. When your life is at five or... Sorry. What? <laughs> when your life is at five or less, you draw one card and switch on your energies to active mode. So it's awakened at five. And then you have Bola, Life of a Heroine. Uh, I like this art. I do like this artwork. That was really nice. Uh, all the same thing on the uh, back side. Uh, you can't be yeah, the same thing on the back side. When you, play, uh, when you play a card, draw one card, same thing on the back side. But activate battle once per turn, choose one of your battle cards, and it gets 5k power for the battle. There's yeah, an additional zero idea how this deck is going to work out. Like. There's going to be a lot of... Uh, I see this being aggro more than anything. So it's a lot of draw power. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an Android 18 that is strap box 5. It's a 3-drop blue. When you play, you play draw, you draw 2. two cards. Okay. So you're getting value on that. You're drawing 3. Mm-hmm. And it becomes a twenty-five k. Yeah, but that card's uh, it's it's only good in one deck, in my opinion. I'm gonna have to hear nine billion people. It'll tell be me. good in this deck now. But you can, but the th- reason why it's good in in Soul Striker is because you can tap three, play it, and then swing and then untap two. Yeah, but I mean, if you're looking for pure value here, yeah, it's but a pu- value card. But pure value versus. Um, I think the thing is, is that are you really gonna tap? Well, if you're drawing three cards, I guess depending on the tap three, the draw matcher, three. Are you kidding me? That's broken as shit. It's not. I'm not saying it's not broken. I'm just saying, would you do that play like against certain decks? I, that's the point I was gonna get across. Sure. In a slow game, absolutely do it. I'm drawing three and I'm getting a twenty k body base on board. Yeah, yes. yeah. He'll be twenty five for a turn. He then like you know, but he's like, oh what? Well, never mind. You activate battle. You do it once per turn. Wait, can I read the leader again? Back or front? Back. Back. We can, yeah. Okay, so this can work defensively, too, if your opponent tries oh, to yeah. run over a battle card. That card's really, though, no, that, that's going to be really good. But I wish it would yeah. do it to itself, too, because it. I feel like that... The problem with these Earthling leaders that isn't launch mm-hmm. is the fact that launch is really good at protecting itself because of how much, the vast amount of draw that it does. Does yeah. the heroin exist as a special trait for the launch cards now? Probably not. Oh, I think this is a different one because this is the innocent launch side. Yeah, but, but um, I'm only saying that the deck card's not good in this deck specifically because we're still in this aggro format, and playing two to draw two and do nothing else is not nope. viable enough uh, at the moment. I mean, you can hear me say that about the draw two. Draw two is a different story. That card's always live. in Yo, your heroin here. <laughs> oh, one of the best cards coming out this set. The oh, Rosy okay. Blast Manipulator. That, this is probably my favorite card. If it is green or a heroin card, so, you know, welcome to more green, good value. Yeah. It's got deflect too, which is pretty much a staple in every green uh, green deck. When you play this card from your hand, your opponent chooses two cards in their hand, discards them. This card gains triple attack for the turn. So you've got a 15k triple attack. I scared the crap out of it. I don't know what that was. Um, so you're ripping two cards. You, uh, speci- uh, no, I'm sorry, your opponent's ripping two cards in their hand. So they're going to choose two cards, take them out, and then this thing gains triple attack. You're going to kill a unison, you can kill the field, you can uh, put pressure on your opponent for game. Like, this card does a lot, automatically. And it's uh, got deflect, so blue, green. blue's not getting around it. I, I wouldn't play on curve. It doesn't, it doesn't oh, need to be playing curve. Heroin, so, okay, so she's a heroine, so she gets the... 
Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I think the I think the heroin next gonna be good, but the rosy's green, so it's just gonna boost up green decks. Yeah. That card's just really good in general. <laughs> well, which one? The, the Rosie. The Rosie, yeah. Well, no, going down to these next set of cards, the dual colors, which I'm kind of happy we're getting more of. There's only two. If I remember colors. correctly, I think that two-drop yellow and blue one is actually pretty good. Dude, check this out, though. It's hot hot stuff right here. Oh, Lord. If you're a fuzzy, or what are they called? Oh, fuzzy. <laughs> they're, called, they're called degenerates. Okay. Anyway, uh, energy exhaust blocker. It's a blue yellow with one specified blue, one specified yellow, two drop. Uh, energy exhaust blocker permanent. If you have a U nine card in play, negate this card's energy exhaust skills in all areas. So playing a U nine gives us a free dual color charge. That's mm -hmm. pretty badass for blue yellow. Mm -hmm. Honestly, that's going to make a lot of blue yellow viable again. Mm -hmm. Just more cards. Um it's going to make U9 as uh, an engine better because it lets them get to their place faster. So you play Basil turn 1 with Mono Yellow. Turn mm -hmm. 2, you charge this bad boy. And mm -hmm. then from there on, you just do either these or Beerus. Right? Yeah. So yeah. Just presenting more options to have. Not exactly giving you a free dual charge, but giving you... Can you can take the Beerus out, actually, because the only reason why you play Beerus is to negate energy. I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, you're fine. I was just going to okay. say it's just... That, that's basically it. Just presenting more opportunities to have non-energy exhaust energy, but you need to meet a certain condition. So yeah. it's not, you know, it's not free, but the option is there if you can yeah. get to it. Just because if, when you take the Beerus's out and you replace them with these, like, you now have options for more cards instead of playing eight energy exhaust, because you don't need to get eight energy That's energy fair. At the end of the day. And you might not need access to all this blue or all this yellow at the end of the day, because your programmer leader is blue, so you also have access to Sensor Bean, too. But it doesn't require a U9 leader. This could be played in anything. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, like I said, Basil exists everywhere in yellow. This can even work in a new Mecha Frieza deck, since they played normally Universe 9 Assemble. If they see it between turns 1 or 2, mm -hmm. it can work, too. Because, uh, yeah, because you're also going to get the... Because that means you're going to have access. You're going to put Chappelle on the board, or you're going to put Basil on the board. Mm -hmm. And you can add Sensor Bean to Mecha. Uh, when this card activates its blocker skill, your opponent may choose one of their cards and switch it to rest mode if they don't draw a card. It's pretty good. It's mm -hmm. uh, very yellow. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a yellow effect. And then we have uh, the boy, King Vegeta. Toa, keeper of the red armband. Tora. <laughs> Alright, there we go. King Vegeta, the insubordinate. This guy looks like he just came straight out of a comic book with the artwork. <laughs> hey, Vegeta's lineage, uh, that's, that's, yeah, a, that's a new thing. Uh, welcome to Vegeta's lineage. It's going to be... Uh, I wonder if they're going to make this, like... Goku's lineage where it's a fair swap, or they're going to keep it like Broly's lineage where it's completely busted, or Broly's lineage, Broly's swap where it's completely busted. Probably in between. Uh, the fact that it's, it looks like it's going to be a, a red main, because uh, it's swapped for red. Holy crap, this thing arrivals for free. Yes. There's Wait, no cost. Arrival red-green. You just combo a Nappa, this thing comes out for free. Holy crap. Your leader card is red Saiyan, swap three, one red, and you have three or more energy, Vegeta's lineage card with an energy cost of three okay so you can swap into a three drop from this for one red you rival it for free uh when this card is played choose up to one of your opponent's battle cards and it gets minus five power five thousand power for the turn you can't play copies of this card for the turn that makes sense can you look up in a database to see if there's a three drop from vegeta in ccg uh, there probably is, but it doesn't have Vegeta's lineage. Well, it's talking about Rada, every every one of those cards have Vegeta's lineage. Oh, okay, it needs to have Vegeta's lineage on yeah. it. Okay, so, so it's going uh, to be coming out this evolution booster. So. I wonder if they're going to reboot King Vegeta now to be King Vegeta, but have Vegeta's lineage. I don't the, think so. I think uh, I should, like this probably explains why they rebooted two field cards, because Broly and Vegeta are both getting support from this next set that's coming out. Yeah. 
Which is gonna be um That green one, does he work? No, because he's not Vegeta lineage. Yeah, I know. I already knew the answer. So I, I already didn't anyways. see the answer, I just wanted to be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I wanna be rhetorical. But, but um, pretty uh, strong for arrival for free. Yes. I wonder if this is a mistake. Among you mean like with the uh, Android Twenty One blocker, how it didn't have energy exhaust? Maybe. I mean, that would be really unique for this thing to be a free arrival, because of the fact that Red Nappa exists and you just arrival this thing for free. But if it doesn't, I think this thing is going to be. I think this will be a very powerful uh, effect, just because you can hold this thing back the whole time. Turn three, cool. Play uh, Nappa free arrival. Correct. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's definitely something. Yeah, you because you because normally you'd want to get this thing out like early, like on turn two if it was like a arrival one because you want to be energy efficient with your deck. But now that you don't, so it lead no negate Nappa arrival for free. You wait, you waste no energy. Well, turn one you could essentially swap into a three drop from here, right? So we you have to have three more energy. Oh, just kidding. Yeah. No, they they made sure not to do that one a little bit. If, Reading I, is not my forte. That's the only reason why I think the arrival for free is is a legitimate thing. But if it's not, I wouldn't be surprised because I think arrival for free is uh, maybe just a little bit too broken. That's fair. Uh, that looks like it's. Oh, here we go. More reprints. Oh. Uh, what is it? Uh, Ultimate Fusion, Five Drop, Go, uh, Gogeta, uh, Bad Omen. Uh, what is this? The uh, Bardock, Father Son. The Draft Box Bardock, um, Sensu Bean, Flying Nimbus. Doesn't need a reprint. Uh, we know the the reprint pictures here. Yeah. Oh, these are the new cards. Uh, the the only ones we, we should go over the ones that don't uh, that aren't the leaders or the steadfast ally. The one, main one I want to go over is the SS3 Goku. Because it directly supports uh, uh, what swap. is it? Uh, yeah, swap Goku for Goku's lineage. lineage. So it's first off, it's got barrier. That whole chain has barrier. So I hate that. It, that bothers me. I hate the I hate the dog barrier, but it makes them good nonetheless. Uh, swap five uh, for three energy. If you have three or more energy, Goku's you swap with a Goku's lineage uh, that has five or more. Um, no, just five. I'm uh, sorry, just five. I don't know. I said five or more. Activate main. If all of your energy is mono yellow and you choose one Goku's lineage card in your hand, uh, in your battle area with an energy cost of two, return it to your hand, play this card from your hand, and add to one card from your life to your hand. So basically, you can get this thing out turn two because you play uh, Grandpa Gohan, swing or uh, swap into, uh, what is it, the, the Kid Gohan. No, you swap into Goten. Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> That's the play, bro. Does he have Goku's lineage? Yes. Okay, yeah, you, you could do that. I mean, you can do either one. I only say the Gohan, uh, the kid Gohan, because he also has barrier. True, but I think the, I mean, turn one, you go Gohan, Goten, and then turn two, you go Goten to SS3. And then I play Cooler and Negan. No, we playing Cooler and Negan. I mean, yeah, you're fine with doing it. I forget the Gohan, the Goten's unbanned. But that's going to make it playable again. I think that the, I think that this card, being able to play turn two, will easily bring back Swap. I have no... The Grandpa goes into the Goten for free, correct? Yeah. Yes. Oh, you can bring this at turn one. I forget that that card's not a tap one. You can't bring it at turn one. Cannot, because you have to you tap, tap one, one for the Gohan. Gohan. I don't know why I think I'm, like, mind-braining myself. Unless down, you're right. playing... Slow down, right? SS... <laughs> or Soul Striker Goku, and you're playing it yellow. How? Not if you go turn one. If you if you don't start. You play, <laughs> you play second no, you play one. No, you play Surge. Because it doesn't... Oh, oh. <laughs> mono, you, blue, yeah, mono, yeah, blue, yeah, 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 guys, yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, yeah. bring it back. Come on. No, 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 let's come back you, to reality. No, no, what you do is you play Surge, right? You play <laughs> the Grandpa Gohan. Awaken. <laughs> 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 Bro, 
bro. Boy, this is a next level nag. Dude, we are literal nine braining right here, guys. Here <laughs> live and thinking on charge. We are breaking the Ladies metal. and gentlemen, we are not thinking on <laughs> <Yeah>. charge. <laughs> We're just charging and autopiloting. <laughs> All right, I, I still think the play is. Definitely go to swap Goten and then do this. Absolutely. Just turn one. You play the grandpa. Don't put the Goten out there. You're going to leave it in danger because people be doing some cuckoo stuff. You know, turn two, swap into it, get your value, then play this guy out. Unless you're playing green. Do not swing with. Do not swing if you're playing green. Oh, that's true. That's the quickest way to get shocking death ball. Oh, man. You, you, oh, it's a terrible world. Dormant potential. <laughs> but yeah, Goten, you get the value uh, if you're not playing green. And, yeah. then, and then you come into this. Uh, this is pretty badass. I just don't know all the, f- I mean, five drop targets. Cause what is a five drop target for Goku's? The there is. They're just not there. There it is. There it is. A prep. Oh, there was one too right there actually. Reborn Might SS4 Son Goku. No better. No. Choose one card from your life. Add it to your hand. Switch this card to active mode. If you have two or less life, this card gains triple strike. Jesus, that's a badass card. I don't know about the word badass. That's not barrier. It's a starter rare. There's, oh, like, that's also there's like three different. There's another one right there. The UI. There's an ultimate form, Son Goku. What is UI Goku? There's two UI Goku's actually right here. This one has barrier. Hey, Lamile, that's a good one. And that's it, right? Oh, this one here, this one. This one, it loops itself, I think. That oh, that's actually really pretty good because, uh, go back to that one. What's this card? You can't, you may not put, oh no, you have to have the GT leader though. Okay, just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. So you play this. Uh, barrier. Yeah, barrier. So there you go. Activate the skill one over here. Goku's an with an energy cost of five or more is removed. Oh, this though. This is a um. In case your shit gets. This is one of these. Shout out to the, the random packs here. Uh, the the protectors. So if your card is removed, it protects it. Uh, it comes back and protects the chain. Correct. So uh, not bad. It's twenty seven k barrier. So it's that one probably. Yeah. If you have three or less life, reduce the energy cost of this card in your hand by one. Uh, so you can play it for four. All the five drops suck dick. Wait, uh, what about this one here? The one right next to the one we're looking at. <laughs> oh, there is uh, SSB Goku at the apex. Oh, his barrier has got double strike. Okay. Okay. Now this one's actually this. So this is the one you swap into then. This will have to be the one because this has barrier. So I'm. I'm we're none of us are playing around at this point anymore. If you don't have barrier, you're not good. All right. Yeah. No deflect. That's yeah, barrier. Double strike. Also well, also swap is just good in general because of the fact that you can just. Uh, First off, the SS3 Goku doesn't force you to take a life, so you're not killing yourself doing it. And second, swap is really good uh, because of the fact that you can play around all those effects. Listen, uh, hopefully they, a new five drop comes out and it, it looks hey, nice. Turn two, turn two, you drop Ox King dead at heart, give your son Goten barrier, and then swing with Goten. Alright, we're canceling the episode now. Can you can you look up Successor of Hope? Yes. Successor of Hope. I can. Wait, are we going to unban the Bardock now? <laughs> For Genitor. It's uh, five or less, I believe. If I can so, spell no, I think it just looks up any of your uh, Goku lineage. Right there, right there. Yeah. Uh, oh, five, five or, or less. less. So I can search the the guy that puts barrier in my people. Uh, Oxkin, yes. Stop. Oh my gosh. Go <laughs> 10 swinging, We're canceling this episode, boys. I'm going to put, go, I'm gonna put Ox King at 2, bro. We're going to play him against the green They're boys. They're both going to be in your life, huh? <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, it was not meant to be. That's fair. Oh my gosh. Uh, where were we? We were... Okay. That and was it, Goku lineage. The last one I want to talk about, I think we should just talk about this bad boy right here. This and one? it's Veku... From TP packs, no five minutes. <laughs> all right, that's that's all we got for the episode. Guys. <laughs>
Do we want to talk about anything else? Uh, I do just a quick, like, quick glimpse of these two cards, I guess. The yeah. Vegeta Royal Evolution is a two-drop red. I have no idea what it does. Auto for that. one red. If your opponent has three or more energy, I already hate it. Uh, and it's your turn. At the end of a battle in which you combo with this card, 0, 5k. Uh, switch up to one of your mono red leader cards. Okay, I'm interested. To active mode. Oh, that it negates its skills. And that card gets plus 5,000 power. And it has its keyword skills negated for the turn. Okay, but still, you get an extra swing. Uh, I thought this was supposed to... Oh, I guess this is going to go a nap unless there's another red leader. But when I first saw this card, I was thinking... Oh, oh I can see why it goes a nap. So when you swing... Okay, yeah, no, I see why. Uh, I, don't, I don't even Maybe. know. Maybe. What's well, that going to be battle? Actually, go to the Nappa. Does the Nappa do anything on the swing? Well, this card attack... Yep, so you don't, you don't you can't play more Cybermen, I guess. Well, all these other leader cards says when you, when you swing at a leader card draw card. So you don't get the extra draw, but you do get the extra attack. Most of them say once per turn. The only one that doesn't say that, uh, from to my knowledge, for leader-wise, is the Zamasu, because it gets dual attack. Correct. Uh, activate battle, red, again. If your leader card is mono-red and you discard this card from your hand, choose up to one of your opponent's battle cards and it gets minus 10,000 power for the battle. This is a very... Barrier. I don't know if I like that it's an SR. <laughs> That's an ignore barrier. Honestly, you should just ignore barrier at the same age. Especially for an SR, right? Like, we yeah, should be you're past doing, that. You're, yeah, we're, we're at the point where barrier is really relevant. This is an uncommon unison, two-drop blue. Which two, is really powerful, by the way. Super just, Android 13, never-ending bloodlust. Which so is a cool name. He's got this, like, giant aura coming from his peen. Uh, activate main. If you don't have a unison card in play and you choose one of your opponent's clone tokens and remove it from the game, play this card from your hand in rest mode with a marker on it. Yeah. That's... that's Pretty baller. You want to hear the pretty baller, the more baller part? It's plus two. It's a plus two. So that means it's coming out for three. Right. So turn one, 14k, three. You have to out-combo it. By, on turn one, you're out-comboing it like with an, a card now at this point. So activate main. One of your mono blue leader cards gets plus 5,000 for the turn. Your opponent's clone tokens can't attack during your opponent's next turn. Wow, so super, so this comes out with either what, Android 18 or Android 21, right? Because of the clone token thing? Yes. So that's trying to revamp those two leaders. And then there's a minus four ability of activate battle. For, uh, this card gets plus 11,000 power and double strike for the turn. Eh. But the fact that you can cheat this out for free at three markers on a blue leader, you automatically get trunks active, right? Uh, you get to do a bunch of other things with blue. The free counter stuff for blue doesn't get a lot of play. Like that little sword. Oh, the, the trunks sort of help. I mean, eh. That card's alright, but you're right. This is the first time we're seeing blue get access to trunks turn one. The thing I like about this uh, activate minus four, it's a battle activation. So that means, you know, there's some situations where people activate beforehand, and then they get negated. This one, it plays around it really well because if you swing. If they don't negate, then you guarantee it's going to go through with the double strike 25. Because it's fair. during battle. There's not a lot of things that uh, can nega unison uh, power. <laughs> no, there's they released, when unisons were first introduced, they released like two drops corresponding colors for each one. That says remove a marker from your opponent's unison. So that kind of like, you know. Activate no one really battle though? What happened? Activate battle though? Yeah, yeah, I think so because it, it used to it used to be a consideration to use against the unison against Vijex. Because when it when it loses a marker, it loses its skills. Yeah, yeah, it resets. It still gets the power, but it loses double strike. Yeah, 
So, but that's the thing I like about it being an activate battle because, for example, like Go Tanks, when you give it double strike with the leader by Vijax and, you know, all that mumbo jumbo, they can decide to negate it and so forth. With this is you swing, you're tempting them to negate. If they negate, you just basically tell them to discard one. If they don't negate, then you have the window to, you know, put the pressure on without, you know, minusing. If they, did, if they do negate, you don't lose anything. Do you guys see this being more of a 21 leader or 18 leader? 18, 18 sucks. I'm sorry. As uh, someone who played 18, 18 sucks. You Two. obviously never lost to Frieza, where it KOs all your battle cards and your whole deck gets milled out. Shout out. So, once again, shout out to the Salt Boys. Uh, best team in Houston. That's my opinion. I'm sticking with it. But also shout out to Lotus Gaming Shop. Uh, the premier shop in the Clear Lake area. Is the home of the Salt Boys, and every Thursday night, if you are in Houston, we are doing our locals there, and Sundays at 3 o'clock, we do best of three tournaments, so go out and support one of the better locals, in my opinion, as well. There's a lot of great locals out there. Go support your locals, but after that, come support my locals. All right, we got a shout-out to uh, Team Lethal out there. You know, the homeboys are always repping. We shout-out to uh, the best locals in Houston all time. Nobody compares. Galaxy Gaming. We got the belt matchup. What's that? What shop? How many times did the Salt Boys get it? Zero. How many times did Medical get it? Once. How many times did uh, Team Lethal get it? Twice. What? What? Huh? Best who, best team where? Best who, team who? Who currently who, holds the belt? Who, who lost who, last night? Who? who? Which who? team holds the belt right uh, now? Medical sure didn't because they didn't come in to participate. <laughs> oh. Team Salt Boys didn't definitely have a chance at the belt because they participated. And I'm over here about keep my shout out nice and clean. <laughs> Listen, throw. it's hard to hear everybody at the bottom. <laughs> so if you even want to come at me, you better be coming to Galaxy because that's where you can come talk some smack. And that's where you can beat him the other Sunday whenever he loses <laughs> yeah, that's, in the final. Yeah, you can come out and try. Two Fruits on Leader still lost. Hey, two Ooh. Fruits on Leader. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I checked, though, that ain't, you ain't coming out, though. Where y'all at? Listen, on a Thank side you. note, you don't your shout-outs. <laughs> yeah. Hey, next week, or this week, Wednesday, we got a tournament. Y'all want to come out? You better come out. Yes, travel, please. Pay $20 for a plane ticket come out here. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, on a side note, I want to give a shout-out to my team. Love all my members, even though everybody's pretty much dispersing, doing their own thing. But once, you know... Dragon Ball gets some real events going on. Hopefully, regionals can come back sometime sooner, better than later. We'll get back to super active mode. But as of right now, shout out to my team. Shout out to Ali Cardoza. It's actually his birthday today. Happy birthday, brother. Happy birthday, You've been bro. there with birthday, me Ali. for a very long time. We've been to many tournaments together, making memories. Man, you're definitely one of my best players. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the Houston community besides Team Lethal and Salt Boys. No, I'm playing. <laughs> Much love to the boys, man. Love the competition. Everybody's super friendly, man. It's a great community out here. And I do want to do another shout out for actually PPG because I'm very thankful for all the tournaments I've been hosting. I know there's been a lot of drought with people, you know, not knowing what to do with, you know, just the product they buy and it's just tournaments. In terms of tournaments, they've been doing a really good job keeping the game alive, in my opinion, and giving the community content to watch and helping us just discovering, you know, what's the best deck here and there and so forth. So I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, that's yeah. a, a long-ass episode, guys. But yeah. uh, first episode we recorded on video. Uh, we probably even forgot the camera was on, which is great because it's mm -hmm. going to be a lot of oh, I hope the camera was on. <laughs> the camera's been off the whole it's time. It's definitely on. We got the blue lights oh, on. The camera was recording. We were just doing all that mobile. Oh, yeah. That's going to be on the reel for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the, the clip. But uh, yeah, save it for the blooper highlights. <laughs> check us out on YouTube. We're going to make a channel and post about it. But. 
Thank you guys for listening. I will have many of you guys are are now. I know it's been in like 30, 40 range the last few episodes, but we love doing it. We love hanging out and talking about the game, and hopefully we can join uh, some discussion with you guys later on. But until next time, peace. Peace.